Greatness is always waiting. Welcome to the PlayStation Experience. It is I, your boy, Dad Ninja Dev, and with me in this wonderful daylight savings time shenanigans, it's the man, the myth, the legend himself, Mr. Delvin Cox. How are you this morning? I am doing good. I have to correct myself from earlier. Beanie Siegel, in fact, did not have cancer. He got shot in his lung, and they had to remove his lung, and that's why he can't rap the way he, he raps now. How you doing, brother? Okay, <laughs> I'm doing good. I, I like how that's how you shot in his lung. Yes. I like how that's how you start off when no one even knows what the previous conversation was about. It, it, does, it doesn't matter. <laughs> and now they'll just be wondering, like, what were they talking about to get to that? And it's all good. <laughs> Dang, he got shot in the lung. Yes, and that's why he raps different now. Damn it, Beans. Ugh. <laughs> He was such a. I, I enjoyed his rapping. Yeah, he was a good rapper. He was. He was. He was, he was very good. Dope. Very good. I missed that era of rap so much. One of the best eras, I may this say. New stuff, man. It's trash. Oh, yeah, man. This new stuff, I can't. Oh god. Super trash. For the garbage. audio listeners, Absolute I garbage. audibly have my arms up and I have no idea what's being said. Haley, your generation <laughs> of hip hop sucks. <laughs> I don't even yeah, listen to hip hop. I, I don't blame you. It doesn't matter. It's still your generation of hip hop, and it's a good thing that you don't listen because it's terrible. It's awful. Straight garbage. Uh, okay, hold on. Hold on. Just three hundred three count as hip hop because I don't know who. Three hundred three. Who is that? Exactly. I don't know what three hundred three is or heard of. No. Uh, y'all ever y'all ever seen the the song "Don't Trust Me"? No. Mm-mm. Starstruck. No. Okay. I will, uh, I'll link that to you later, Delvin, because I know Dev won't look at it at all. <laughs> He'll look at it. Not even a chance. Not even a chance. Some weird Canadian group called 303. The only no, Canadian it, rapper we, we recognize they're not, is Drake. They're not, they're not Canadian. Oh, let's not recognize Drake. Mm. He's a Canadian rapper. He's the only Canadian rapper. Yeah. I'm aware he's a Canadian rapper, but, you know, there's a bunch of allegations against him. Let's not recognize That's, you Drake. Know, there's a bunch of allegations against everybody. So literally, let's just re- not recognize anybody then at this point. Cause I'm, I, I'm, I'm so inclined to believe everything. sexual assault survivors, though. So, like, let's let's actually not recognize Drake. That's that's my point. Everybody is just, you know, right now, everybody's like, just, it's. Everybody's ugh. crap. I hate all celebrities at this point. Yeah. yeah, everybody's crap. People suck. Period. So, that other voice you heard, of course, who apparently doesn't know anything about hip hop, is uh, the Platinum Princess herself, Miss Haley Nicole Miller. How are you today? Platinum number 41. I've now platinumed Miles Morales. Oh, Twice. Wow. <laughs> Find this woman a job. 
Hi, yeah. I mean, uh, she what? just needs to turn the platinums into profits somehow. I don't, I don't know how other than streaming, but you know, I, I mean, that, I mean, yes, be a job I, I, I would love to stream, except again, I don't have energy to do that because I'm so focused on trying to find a job. I, I, so. I, I gotta say something funny about that. I took my, well, I'll talk about it when, uh, when we start talking about me for a second, but it's, 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 it's the life if you know my son. I'll just say that. Oh, I mean, I know your well, son. Go go right ahead. Like, uh, it doesn't have yeah, to be we, me we who can starts right their week. right into it right now. Okay. How, how was your week, Delvin? It was it was okay. It was not too bad. Um, I took my kids out all day Saturday because they wanted to hang out, so I took them to, like, Walmart and places like that. Of course, wearing masks and things like that. And we went to a 7-Eleven, and they're buying Slurpees. Well, my daughter was buying Slurpees because she wanted a Slurpee. My son picked up a bang energy drink. Oh, it was the, like, uh, the current the current fascination of my best friend in energy drinks is bang energy. Yes. And if you know my son, my son is very hyper. He's like, oh, I'm getting this. And I'm like, like hell you are. <laughs> There's no way in hell you are drinking this <laughs> coming into my house. <laughs> Fun story about that. When my brother was seven... Uh, this was when Jolt Cola was still in production. My brother used his allowance and hid the fact that he'd drinking two Jolt Colas in one day from, uh, from everybody. So, uh, needless to say, he got taped to a wall. <laughs> what? Jolt Cola is like, yeah. is like a literal energy drink that was, like, banned in Canada oh. because it was, like, literally, like... So bad it like like it was way worse than like any of the energy drinks available now. He drank two of them in one go. He had so much energy he was taped to a wall to calm him down. I had a friend who used to drink five hour energy drinks like they were nothing. Like he drank two, three, four of them a day, and he was so annoyed. And and they have the one they have those they had the five hour ones that were small he drank those and then sometimes he drank the big ones that you're not supposed to drink like at one take at one take. That is absolutely insane. Yeah, don't drink that stuff. That stuff's not good for you. I mean, I've drank. They they don't do anything for me. I've had five hour energies and been like no like. Like I said, energy drinks don't do anything for me. I just like the the taste. The monster yeah. one makes my, me extremely hungry. My best friend is like, my best friend is like your son. He if he has a monster energy drink or any energy beverage, even just like half of it, he's bouncing off the walls. Like he just, just like, what is wrong with you, bro? ADHD we actually, be like that. He definitely doesn't have ADHD, but he um, we were driving home from work like. We were both in two different cars, like both. We just happened to be off, be off at the same time. This fool had like half a rock star, and I see like in my rear view, this fool is leaning out the window, like screaming at the top of his lungs, just like bouncing <laughs> on. Like, what is wrong with you? Yeah, I had half a rock star, man. I was like, oh my god, you don't, you don't ever need energy drinks ever in your life. But anyway, we hijacked your whole segment there, Dale. Go ahead and continue. That's perfect. That's perfect. Um, on other good news for the week, um. I got the COVID shot. I got the first one. All right. They kind of messaged me out the blue, said, hey, you want to get this COVID vaccine shot? I said, hell yeah. 
They said, how soon can you get here? Tomorrow. So I had went first thing Wednesday morning, got the first shot, had no problems with it at all. Even some people said they were experiencing like arm pain for days. Which is just normal, by the way. It's like an immune response, which, you know, it's a good sign. So I had arm pain for all of 30 minutes. Still a good <laughs> sign because that just means it's an immune response. Yeah, so I was perfectly fine. I'm, they give you like, it was like a, it was a good, the line took all of 20 minutes to get through. It was moving smoothly and everything like that. They give you a sheet of what you should look for after you take the shot. And it says like, um, after, hey, after you take this shot, if you start feeling symptoms or anything, like you start feeling good. Take some aspirin. So I did that anyway, and I, after I got the shot, and I felt fine. I didn't get sick. I didn't feel nauseous. Nothing. It was an easy process. And if you if if you're not a, and the shot didn't hurt. Like they, it was in, I was in and out. And after you get at least here after you get the shot, you have to sit in a waiting room for like fifteen minutes to make sure you don't have any bad side effects. So overall, it was a pleasant experience. It was a pleasant experience. No problems with it at all. And if you can get the shot, take it. I, I recommend it. And I've had it now, the shot, since Wednesday. So I, I'm, I, I'm glad you recommend it. Yeah. I'm not currently eligible for the vaccine until October 1st. Well, I technically wasn't eligible either, but I asked for it a while back, and they approved me for it. <laughs> I just kind of like, hey. Yeah. They haven't even started vaccinating elderly people. We've vaccinated like maybe 9,000 people well, in you, Ontario. Well, you guys are way behind us because we've been vaccinating yeah, elderly yeah. people by, up by a lot. Hi, welcome to our provinces run by the brother of the crack-smoking mayor who used to, you know, be the mayor of Toronto. Yeah, that's a problem. I got nothing. I had my first shot. My wife had her shot last weekend, her first one, because we're doing uh, safety. We're doing all the elderly safety and uh, educators. So, uh, yeah, we're we're moving along. Yeah, it's it's. We'll both have our shots. Be have both our shots by the end of uh, this month. So me too. I'll have it literally days before my birthday, which is great. Again, yeah, my, I, I'm, mine I'm too. Not, <laughs> I'm not currently eligible until like September, October. So fun. That sucks. And um, I don't know if you saw it, but they are basically saying here they want to open up shots for May everyone 1st. May first. I saw that. Mm-hmm. That's big. Yep, Biden is out here doing a thing, giving us Biden bucks, giving us COVID shots. It's great. Yeah, we- America. <laughs> we back, baby. I love it. <laughs> on, on, on the gaming front, I've only got a chance. I've been so busy. I only played one game, Ratchet and Clank. I kind of went back mm. to it because I never beat it. Beat the remake. I uh, mm-hmm. I tried to go back to it. Fun fact: that game. Oh boy. Oh. Uh, you can tell the frame drops constantly. Yeah, it's bad. It needs uh, it needs an update. It needs a PS5 update. I will say that. But I'm I'm having a blast with it. I forgot that when you start the game off, you don't have Clank directly. So when you're doing those little challenges, you don't have like the propeller part of uh, Clank and things like that. But I'm liking it. It's fun. It's a great story. It looks it doesn't look dated per se because it looks Pixar quality. But now looking at it on a PS5 and what we see today. 
it's like okay, it look mm-hmm. it, it reminds me almost like how you look at Toy Story one today as opposed to Toy Story three. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. but also don't forget that that animation style was chosen specifically because that wasn't just part remake; it was also part movie. It was a movie like, game. It was yes. Based on, yeah, it was based on the movie and a partial remake of the original. So there was a specific animation style chosen for it, and it looks good. It looks great. I feel mm-hmm. like it, I feel like a PS5 update would be great for it, and especially you're not, get, you're, you're not gonna get one. Yeah, most likely you won't, but. I, I'm enjoying it so far. I've been playing. Matter of fact, I've, I've have played two games. I played that, and I played a uh, Devil May Cry, um, mm. the PS5 version. Okay. Did you ever, by the way, finish Ghost of Tsushima or like? No, because I am halfway through that game, and then life started happening. <laughs> like, and I stopped playing it. You, you guys kind of know the story. I've been talking about that. And I stopped oh, playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I stopped playing games for almost like a month because of well, everything that was going because I haven't had time. So when I got back yeah. to playing Ghost of the Sheep, I'm like, where the hell am I at? Also, yeah, don't man, forget, you, you, you did play Postal because you did message me to tell oh, me that yeah. it has trophies. Thank you for reminding me. I played <laughs> five minutes of Postal. And say it must have been forgettable. It's kind of like. Yeah, it's, I would say that, but I forgot that Postal 2 was the one that everybody went crazy over. Because Postal yeah. 1 was the one that's top-down, like Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, yeah, it's isometric. Yeah, and you have to go shoot everybody in the neighborhood and stuff like that. But it, does, it doesn't have that feel of violence like Postal 2 does, because Postal 2 is a first-person game, and you're shooting people in that perspective. And it's a little different when you're playing... Postal One kind of has that um, Smash TV feel feel to it in terms of the violence doesn't feel too gratuitous, even though they're saying gratuitous things and things like that. It doesn't feel too gratuitous as opposed to playing a first-person shooter and doing similar things. But overall, overall, it's an interesting, fun look into a past and what people considered. I don't know what you say, like, controversial? Delvin? I'm here. I'm here. Yeah, we good. Okay. Sorry, my son interrupted as usual, so. <laughs> I mean, you mentioned that was a likely possibility because daylight savings time, so. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's daylight savings time. I almost forgot about that. Yeah. We're, we're all thrown off. It's bad. I hate it. <laughs> <sighs> I guess. Hell- what about you, Ailey? How was your Just week? what I was going to say. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, um, on the job front, uh, I'm getting really fucking annoyed. Uh, Lucas, I apologize. I know you did ask a question this week, but I'm angry. So, um, you know, uh, you know, just looking for jobs and all the jobs that are out there are like, Medical lab assistant must have this qualification. Yeah, hi. I don't have that. I need a job. And I've applied to every retail job I've seen, and I just get no response. I'm really annoyed because, like, the retail jobs are so far between right now because, like, not only are you competing with a bunch of people who, like, also need jobs, but also, like, 
not everything's allowed to be open to full capacity. So you're competing with that. And then everything else is just like, hi, please be my medical lab assistant. I don't have the qualifications for that. Yeah. Ah, it's so annoying. Yeah. So sorry. <sighs> um, on, question. on the TV front. I have a question uh, before you move yes. on. Are fast yeah. food restaurants hiring up there? Because that always seems like a place that's always hiring, like all the time. They're always hiring, except they're all owned by the same guy up here, and he doesn't train people properly. Hi, yes, I've I've worked several of the fast food restaurants up in this city. Uh, they're all owned by the same guy. They're all franchises. They're all by, owned by the same. Wow. Who is it, Mr. Krabs? <laughs> you I, you would assume. <laughs> um. Anyways, uh, on the TV front. Uh, you know, uh, enjoying Superman and Lois, uh, uh, as usual, episode three was really good. Um, it's, uh, it's an interesting take they're going with. I like it. Uh, on the flash front, uh, spoilers, and I really don't give a fuck cause this was supposed to be season six's finale. Hi, he, you just gave him his powers back <laughs> at the end of last week's episode and you immediately fucking take him away again. That's Why? Flash go flash. I keep saying it. Every time. Oh, but also, we just killed Harrison Wells, but now the original Wells who died before the show was even, like... Like, so, for anyone who's not watched The Flash, you meet Harrison Wells in, like, episode one. Turns out, though, that you find out later in the season... I mean, anybody who knows The Flash kind of guessed it, but, like... Oh, no, it's actually Eobard Thawne! Except, now, the original Wells who was killed by Thawne and replaced... Uh, is alive now, so okay, great. Let's see how that fucking plays out. I appreciate um, that there is an audience of people who doesn't know what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> and you know what? I don't even care. <laughs> because literally it's just like, okay, so now we've left this cliffhanger while also dealing with the fact that this was supposed to be revealed last season, but COVID happened, so now it's happening in this season. Anyways, um, so that's happened at the end of last week's episode. Tuesday can't come fast enough to find out how the hell they're going to deal with this, because literally the trailer for the episode three is like, I don't have my speed. Then why are we watching The Flash? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> ah, Flash obviously, Flash. uh, they're teasing. Is there uh, just nothing else they can do with The Flash other than take away his powers? And no, there's a bunch of things, and they're leading up to it, and I'm pretty sure he's going to get his, he obviously gets his speed back, because... He's, again, wearing the Flash costume in the trailer, so, you know. And also, he's, he's using speed in, like, the description for Episode 4, so obviously he gets his speed back. But, like, I'm just real tired of it, because it used to be a thing that would, that would make for a fun episode. Like, he lost his speed for one episode in Season 1, um, and that was when they introduced Farouk, who's, like, kind of like Peter Petrelli in that he's a power leech, but only with, like, electricity-based things. Uh, then in season two, he gives up his speed to save Wally West's life, gets it back like two episodes later through a nut, like essentially recreating the experiment that originally gave him his powers. And then he doesn't lose his speed again until season six. And then he's gradually losing his speed through every fucking episode. (laughs) It's just, it's annoying. Um, but then... Uh, also rewatching the Marvel shows. So like I said, I'm like, 
I'm halfway through season two of Agents of Shield now. Um, you know, that's a long one. So it's good though. Uh, yeah, Agents of Shield is good though. Um, I'm trying to get my mom to watch it because uh, the Miss Marvel show that's going to be on uh, on Disney Plus is going to deal with Inhumans, and my mom has no idea what that are, what those are. And Agents of Shield deals with Inhumans better than the actual Inhumans TV show does. That show was trash. It, it, it was so Never bad. Don't see it. Um, don't. It's horrible. Um, we don't worry about that. And then you know, just gearing up for Friday when Falcon and the Winter Soldier comes out. Can't wait for that. I cannot wait. G- gonna be exciting. Uh, on the what Delvin's been waiting to roast me for, I gave myself an impromptu haircut. Oh no 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 no! no. Tell the other part of it why I'm gonna <laughs> roast you. Don't just leave that aspect out of it. <laughs> Uh, hi, I gave myself an impromptu haircut because I couldn't stand continuing to wait for my sister who can actually cut hair to, uh, to show up at my apartment because she's an assistant manager at a place. Also, before anyone asks, no, I can't work with her because there's laws around that. So Yes, that is true. Why you just didn't wait for your sister? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Hi, because as I've explained multiple times over the past few episodes, I was dealing with an issue with my hair where no matter how much I tried, I couldn't get it to actually get clean. So, you know, it was just, I'd clean it, it would knot up, and then start to, like, fucking smell. Which, you know, not exactly great when trying to, you know, do groceries or things. So, I was like, screw it. Now I can actually wash it. Yes, it's it's bad it, it looks bad um and so i will be wearing a hat or buying a wig um <laughs> it, it looks bad um but uh i can actually wash it and not have it go bad like less than a day after i washed it so hi uh having really extremely thick hair is annoying and before anyone asks why didn't i just go to a barbershop as i've explained they're still closed here <laughs> So, Dev, you have thick oh. hair. Unfortunately. Oh no, no, no. I do I, have thick I, hair. I mean, I want to ask Dev, what do you use to shampoo your hair with? Uh, I have this stuff. Um, what is it called? I cannot think of the name right now because it's early in the morning and I'm drawing a blank. But it's stuff that's specifically for black folks. So. Yeah, it's not stuff that would work <laughs> with my hair though. Why wouldn't it work with your hair? It might. It, you, it I, might. I mean, maybe, but also like. Uh, Scotch Porter, that's the name of the brand. You can actually get it at Target now. But mm. it, it's like a bland, a brand that's you know made specifically for African Americans and whatnot. But um yeah, washing my hair takes a while because it is so thick, but it's just a process. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I usually spend forty minutes but in the shower washing my hair. Also, you know, black people aren't supposed to actually wash their hair every day. That is it's true. More of like a weekly thing. Just our our hair is different. So, mm-hmm. uh, on the gaming front, like I said before, we delve into what well, devs do this have week. I know wash. it was tight. I, I mean, you still need to wash <laughs> your scalp, sir. So you know. Um, on the gaming front, uh, like I said, I platinum Miles Morales. Jumped back into some Hitman because uh, you know the featured contracts are out there. Uh, Hitman's not one that I'll, like I buy it because like I enjoy it, but also because like you can jump back in over time and new content gets added. Um, you know, they've got the kind of funny featured contracts out there now, 
and they just added easy allies. What are, contracts what are those? I'm going to ask you the, the kind of funny feature contracts. So like people can make their own contracts. So like, you know how the game will give you a mission, like eliminate this guy and this guy. Uh, and then there's specific challenges related to that. Like eliminate this guy using suit only. Don't be spotted. Stuff like that. Yes. Featured contracts are contracts that, uh, for example, the, there's escalation contracts and then just regular contracts. I believe the featured contracts are usually escalation. Um, I haven't actually played them because I was, you know, refamiliarizing myself with the controls. Um, escalation contracts are like for level one of the escalation contract, you can kill the guy in any way. But then the next level, you need to kill the guy while wearing this disguise and using this method of assassination. And then it gets harder and harder as you go up. Uh, the kind of funny featured contracts are, like, poison-related. So, like, kill these two people using this kind of poison on the Dartmoor map, which is the map that's based on uh, Knives Out. Ah. Uh, thought that'd be more interesting. Um, thought it'd be like, hey, go kill Greg Miller in the game. No, you, you, you can't kill Greg Miller in the game. Unless they add him as an elusive target, which... That's what I was thinking. Don't, they may add him as an elusive target, because, like, Greg's been, been like... He's playing the heel. Also, uh, in, in Greg Miller news, the football <laughs> team that kind of funny owns is going to the championship for that football league. Yes. That was wild. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, he's literally, like, becoming the personification of, like... Cartoonish bad guy. <laughs> Hasn't he always been that though? Yeah. No. Like, I feel like yes. that's always been his character. Regardless, uh, also jump back into Valhalla. You know, uh, I'm over 110 hours now. Good so, uh, I'm uh, like, I literally only have one area on the map right now that I can work on. There's another one I need to do. But it won't unlock until I beat this one. Um, power level 364, I think it was, that I reached this morning. Uh, they've increased the max power cap from 400 to 406, by the way. So, um, And then, yeah. So, that's 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 been about my week. Nice. Nice. As for me, life just, you know. Life just keeps on trucking. Um, let's see. My kids are driving me nuts. Yep. They're really driving me nuts. Yep. Um, <laughs> That's how that works. Yeah, man. Uh, just they're getting to the point. I think we're just all to the point where we just are like, ah, I'm ready to be out and do things with other people. And we're just not there yet. So. That's They're why I took mine out yesterday. Insane. Yeah. And I think part of it is also just me going through just the different stages of grief with my mom passing. So I'm a little bit more irritable, a little bit more edge than I normally am. Um, just missing my mom, man. Her birthday yeah. is this month. So yeah, yeah just kind of going through it with that. Um, so that's, that's life. Work is just work. Things are kind of getting back to normal there. Um, where we're starting to ramp up and take on more projects and just get more stuff done. A lot of the servers that I'm working on are finally getting finished and things of that nature. So work is just chugging along. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's 
what's been going on my week. Nothing too crazy. Just regular life stuff happening. Um, my sister-in-law, my, my, my wife is a little worried about her. So that was a long conversation last night until the wee hours and then realizing, oh, wait, it's daylight savings time. So I'm tired. Like we pushed the show <laughs> back for an hour, but then combined with like the, the late night pillow talk and uh, the daylight savings, it's, it's like, well, that hour really didn't it did. It didn't help. So <laughs> Maybe <laughs> hey, next yeah. week. I want to ask you this. I want to ask you this because mm-hmm. I think this has always been fascinating and I don't think Haley remembers this. Do you remember the time where you had to actually like set your clock back for daylight savings? Yes, I do remember that actually. Please don't not, insinuate I'm that young. You are that young because it's not really a thing that much now because most of our clocks do it automatically. Your computer does it. Your I phone mean, yes, does it. But hi, I yeah. I have this issue where I can't go to bed quietly, so um, I can now. But when I was really young, I used to have an alarm clock and I'd listen to talk radio to fall asleep. I think that's why I actually enjoy podcasts so much, which is unusual for someone with ADHD and autism because generally, like, you can't focus on them. But like. Actually, I, I've consistently always fallen asleep to, like, podcasts and talk radio and whatnot. Uh, I used to have an alarm clock, and every time, every when the clock went forward or when the clock went backward, I would have to manually reset the clock, so. I used to do that, too. I used to listen to um, Phil Henry. Mm, I used to listen to 610 CKTB, which, uh, did, which usually relayed to an American version for overnight shows. So there was, like, Coast to Coast. Um, which was like a spooky talk show thing where like sometimes I think that is Phil they Henry. Do, well, they talk about conspiracy not, I, theories and yeah, and like, and like yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so weird because it's done <laughs> yeah, way it is where it's almost like a parody because people like yeah. zombies kidnap my baby. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, wow. I actually I think I specifically remember that episode. <laughs> like and then. Anytime it got interrupted with, like, because, like, those local hockey teams, right? Like, uh, Ontario Hockey League or whatnot. So, they'd usually, like, interrupt the broadcast signal. And I'd be like, oh, come on! I don't want to listen to this. Where's my talk radio? It was so um, weird. Yeah. That's and then on the weekends, there was, like, the best of of that. Yes. And then there was also another show that was, like, also kind of, like, really American-focused. So, it's like it was relaying overnight, like, American talk shows. And it was great. <laughs> I remember he just passed away yeah. too. I think like a couple years ago, maybe this year, but it was like a very popular show of him talking like to these random people from like all walks of life who experience these paranormal things, and it sounded like so basically the paranormal Delvin Cox experience. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> pretty yeah. much. Um... <laughs> I've never. Uh, yeah, no, I just loaded. I just loaded up. I just loaded up the the website like the last night's show, experiencing time slips slash future predictions. Yeah, that's accurate. Yeah. Uh, tonight meeting with shaman slash Sasquatch conversations. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, this is stuff I used to listen to. <laughs> it was so weird and out I, there. I, I mean, I haven't listened to this in years, but I'm sure it's still just as wild. Uh, I don't actually have, like, a radio, so I can't, like, put it on at night. But, like, yeah. 
Yeah. Pretty sure there's apps for that. I'm quite sure there is a Phil Henry app or something like that that yeah. has all these. Cause it's, it's, or even just like there's radio apps like for your phone where you can actually pick up radio broadcasts. Yeah. But yeah, I do remember having to actually manually set back every single clock in the house. Which was always a pain. I still have to I mean, like I, I had to reset my uh, my microwave and my stove. Otherwise, we're I can't reset off. the clock on my microwave because the three button doesn't work. So might be time for a new microwave. Hi, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, we're not actually allowed to do that because it's actually part of the um, the ventilation for the stove. It's like it, oh. it's like ho- they don't yeah. want to fix that three button for you, huh? No, they don't want to fix the microwave in general. The, the, we don't have a handle on our microwave. We have to pull the door from the bottom. The, the handle broke off when we moved in. We didn't break it. It was broken already. What kind of projects did you live in? <laughs> you can't fix it. Hi, welcome to downtown St. Catharines. We have an issue where, like, every three days, the building just doesn't have hot water. Oh, my God. The building has flies. <laughs> microwave yeah, handles broken. Yeah, microwave ain't got no handle. Get your free button don't work. You you need to find somebody to, to report this slumlord that is running your building. Hi, it's government funded. Mr. Krabs. <laughs> Good lord, it's probably run by the same guy that owns all the the the, the fast food joints. Probably He's just in charge of everything. Uh, oh man. Anyways, yeah, no, it's uh. It's fun, because, like, I went to go take a shower the other day, got in, expecting the water to be warm, because I let it run for five minutes to, like, heat up. Uh, nope! That was real cold! Jesus Christ. <laughs> wow. So, on the gaming front for me, um, I finished God of War, finally. Um, you gonna do the Valkyrie fights? Or? Boy! Hell no. For what? For what? <laughs> no, I fought three Valkyries. That was enough. You should go fight the Valkyrie. They met their end. I have to fight the rest of them. I don't have any reason to really go back to that game. It's done. It is done. Get that plat. Get it. I don't give a... I don't care about platinums. I enjoyed God of War, but... I mean, I could have done everything and then tried to finish the game afterwards and get the plat right all together. I mean, the game kind of actually encourages you to do that, so... Yeah, I'm not... I was like, I'm ready. I want to see the end of the story because that's what I'm here for. It's a great story, and I'm I'm glad that I saw it through. And I'm not going back to fight no Valkyries or none of that. We're good. We're good. Did you free all the dragons at least? I did free all the dragons. I did all the the I did all the side stuff. I did all the Brock and his Sindri stuff. Um, did all I got the Traveler's armor set, all that. So yeah, it was cool. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Very much looking forward to Ragnarok. Um, was not expecting that twist at the end. It's like, oh, that was cool. Expecting that. That so, was awesome. Yeah, yeah, I really, really enjoyed that. Um, yeah. So part from Ragnarok, I'm I'm really really excited. Actually, I just uh, I just saw someone uh, someone I follow on Twitter. They just played through it for the first time and they uploaded a reaction to them of like that twist at the end. Um, so yeah. Good stuff. Um, so I played that. Uh, played some Division, which I'm really enjoying. But it's probably because I'm playing with my friends. So like every Thursday, I'm streaming. Thursday nights, usually Division, Outriders, Destiny. One of those three games we're bouncing between. But um, had a really good time playing the Division with the homies. Um, what else did I play? And I started Valhalla. Like, only the very like first, very beginning intro part of it. That was all I played. 
um, because I just got sidetracked while I was playing. Other stuff happened, yeah. and I had to turn it off. So I have not gotten past basically her getting off the boat. <laughs> so mm. I'm right there. I got to go rescue my crew. Um, huh? But, yeah, so I'm looking forward to getting a little deeper in that one until Outriders comes out because that's what I'll be playing once that drops in April. Are you not going to check out Avengers on Thursday? I forgot that was even a thing. I might. I might not. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Uh, maybe, I mean, maybe I'll play that on Thursday. I mean, Thursday. they're making dumb decisions like increasing the amount of XP you need to level up your characters, even though they're already having an issue with that. So, no, you I know. I don't care about that at all. That doesn't affect you, me in any You way, don't care. Form, it affects I'm the rest the of story. us, though. I don't care. It affects don't care. the rest of us, though, who want to deal with the long-form content. And, man, the amount of XP it took to level up was not an issue your game had. Literally. Like, no one was complaining, and you went and you were like, yada, yada, yada. And when you received backlash, you tried to justify it. And, man, did you just make the problem okay. worse. <laughs> I think it makes perfect sense, but I also it come from not. a serious MMO background, so I totally understand why they did that, and okay, I but, get it. But you feel weak until you have all the abilities of a character anyways, and if you're yeah. then telling people you're going to make that problem worse, bad idea. Mm -hmm. Literally bad idea. I, I, and also, before you ask, I have played MMOs. I, yeah. I still I still don't, I don't think it's... I, I get why they did it. I understand their leveling process. It made perfect sense to me. So it didn't bother me in the least. But also, the problem isn't the leveling at all. It's the end game. Why is it even there? I still don't even understand the purpose of it. Just get me also, Falcon. Also, the lot. Put Falcon you're in the game. You're not going to get. I, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but you're not getting anybody except Spider Man. And that's going to make another problem. And then that game's probably not going to be around. Like, Bring me Falcon. Yeah, I'd love to play Falcon, Especially except Captain America Falcon, in particular. Yeah, I would love that. But again, the, I, I'm very certain we're heading into Anthem territory with this. It's possible. It's very much so possible and likely. I don't know. They, much they've, like Anthem, they've recently reaffirmed a, their commitment to the game. game. They reaffirmed their commitment to the game. But guess what? Anthem did that too. And uh, look where that ended up. I'm not gonna lie. But they actually released more content than Anthem did, so I'm not gonna lie. They actually keep releasing stuff, so I think it's I think it'll be fine. In my opinion, this is better than Anthem by far. I <laughs> it mean, is yeah, way better than Anthem. Like it's not even close. Anthem had no business being multiplayer. Yes, it really had zero reason to be a multiplayer game. It should have just been a single player Bioware story based game set in the world of Anthem with some DLC for story content. The actual story isn't terrible if you actually pay attention to it instead of running around with your friends who are all the same person, which made no sense. But I um, mean, also, you know what doesn't make sense? Taking your narrative, your narrative RPG-focused developer and going, hey, make a multiplayer game. Yeah. Maybe don't do that. Well, you could definitely do that because that's what, like, MMOs are. It just didn't work the way they did it. It should have been, you're not this guy. Everybody is, like, a generic character, and you're all working towards trying to figure out the anthem. Like, it, they could have done it in a different way where it still could have been really good with a story-based RPG narrative, which would have made more sense with the, with the multiplayer. But the way they decided to do the story, 
with multiplayer doesn't really make sense. And then they just didn't really flesh out their end game in a way that actually worked. And then oh. EA being EA decided we're just going to start people around, shuttering people. It just... Hey, you know what? I'm just excited to see EA's, hey, we're letting developers do what they want to do approach. Let's see how that works. Um, also, by the way, I don't think everybody... There's no possible way everybody can be the same character. Like, it doesn't make sense how everybody can be the same character. Because I know for a fact the two of you... Uh, actually, sorry, Delvin, did you even play Anthem? Yeah, I played Anthem. Okay. I guarantee you the two of you chose a male character, right? Yeah. Yeah. I chose... Yeah, the- I didn't. I didn't. There's no way we were the same character. <laughs> well, it's, I think he was what referring to in terms is, of the story or something like that, right? Yeah, you're all playing the same person. You're the same person. In the story. So when you're playing multiplayer, you all are the same person, essentially. Which, which yeah. doesn't make sense because girl and you That's two chosen dudes. So. Yes. It's like saying, but what I, you're the chosen one. What I'm saying is but you're also all, you're the chosen yeah. one. And you're the chosen one. How many chosen ones do we have in this one room? Right. Where Destiny is like, there's a bunch of Guardians. Yes. It just makes more sense. Yeah. And you're not like the chosen Guardian. You're you're just one of me. It's the equivalent so it makes of a lot more playing sense from a, with four story. Commander Shepherds. Mm-hmm. Actually, That's I'd like to see how that... I'd like... I mean, that was basically what I what Mass Effect 3's multiplayer was anyways. Yes, So that's Shepard, the multiverse of madness right there. I, yeah. mean, I mean, Shepard wasn't literally, like, an option to play in multiplayer. Like, you could actually play as the other races. But you were literally essentially just, you know, you had the same movements and everything. So, yeah. But Anthem was basically telling you, you're Shepard. And this person is also mm, Shepard. Yeah. And that person is Shepard. We are all Shepard. Oh, Oh yeah, yeah. Also, uh, fun fact: I'm uh, I might jump into Fortnite's new season because it's hinting to be like heavily DC Comics related. So maybe we'll get a, a, a an actually good Supergirl skin. Maybe it's that'd be nice. Spo- spoilers. I don't care. I'm not doing that shit. <laughs> I mean, right hey, now. hey, you know what? Shout out to Delvin Jr., by the way, who messaged me the day after the Powerpuff Girls, uh, like, casting announcement came out. was like, this show looks whack. And I mean, yeah, yeah but does. I'm just excited to see Chloe Bennett in something again, okay? Because anyone who doesn't know who that is, she plays Daisy Johnson in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. She's really good. So, you know. I appreciate the same birthday. I appreciate that Haley went into detail explaining who Chloe Bennett is. But said nothing about who Wally West is or Harrison West. Hi, I'm sorry. I expect most people to know who Wally West is. Spoilers. No, they don't. I don't know who, <laughs> don't know who Wally West is, but I also don't care. So the man, matter. the man was the Flash for 30 years, and before that, he was Kid Flash. So like, who cares? <laughs> DC is garbage. You're we'll, garbage. Right. Well, we'll find. We'll find out this week how garbage they are, whether the Snyder Cut's good or not. Uh, I hope I it's mean, good. That's probably the only DC thing I've ever actually been interested in. I hope it's good. Uh, you know you know what's fun? I'm not excited to pay $30 for it. Because, again, HBO Max does not exist here. So That is one movie yeah. I would have paid $30 for. Okay, but see, here's the thing. I will pay $30 to own it. Because it's four hours long. I am not renting a movie at $30. That would probably be... the Well, that and Black Widow would probably be the only movies I would th- I would consider renting for $30. Uh, 
Also, on the Black Widow front, my god. Right. My god. Hi. Just put that film on Premiere Access, because even... And Biden even came out and said this. Even though aiming for everyone to be eligible for vaccines by May 1st, <laughs> this does not mean you're getting vaccinated on May 1st. It just means you can get in line for it. Guess what? It's not safe to go sit in a theater on May 7th. I'm a, Jesus. I'm going to tell you why I'm laughing. Because when Haley said, Biden even said that, I thought she was going to say, Biden even said you need to put this on Premier Access. <laughs> no. Joe no, Biden I was talking about. Black Widow on Premier Access. ASAP. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry I wasn't clear enough. Biden said, like, yes, we're aiming to have everyone eligible for vaccines by May 1st. It does not mean you're going to be vaccinated on May 1st. It means you can get in line. So, Disney. You're not going to have a packed theater for Black Widow on May 7th, which you are continually just... Oh, they will somewhere. <laughs> there will be places. You know what I might do? I'm thinking about it very much so. Because they have a thing here where... It, well, I'm quite sure they probably have what devs at, too. You can rent out an AMC theater. I'm, I I'm aware you can rent out AMC. You may want to do that to help keep their business afloat after that news last week. I, I may do that just, just to watch Black Widow. And I think it's like $200 depending on the movie. The price fluctuates based off the movie. But if it's, it's 200, a Marvel movie, it's probably going to be two, more than $200. But if it's like two, I can wait. It ain't that serious. If it's two, I'm going to wait till it's free on Disney Plus and I will watch it that way. I'm not paying them 30 bucks to rent nothing. They can kiss my black ass. <laughs> but if it's two hundred dollars, two three hundred dollars, I can get myself and my brother and a few other people to run out of the theater with me. Just release it on Premier Access. I'm so tired of this. It's not safe to be sitting in a theater with thirty other people right now. Have you met America, Prophets or people? We don't I, care at uh, all. I Florida. Does I'm not aware, care. and that's the fucking <laughs> problem. We're about to have Wear a mask. Do your damn job. Also, the mask goes over your nose, not wearing it under your nose. We are about to have WrestleMania with 47,000 people in attendance. You know what? (laughs) That's that's Vince. What's his name? He's an idiot. (laughs) He's a goddamn idiot. That Vince, what's his name? (laughs) I I can't remember what his last name is. It's Vince McMahon. There we go. I thought I'm pretty sure I was pretty sure it was that. That man's a freaking idiot, okay? He's always been an idiot. Yes. He's making that money. Yeah. That's great. But at the cost of people's safety. Because, you know, everyone in that freaking auditorium, theater, arena, they ain't going to be wearing masks because it's in Florida. Yeah. Hey. Money talks. Pers like... How do you how do you not care about people's safety? Like, it's easy. They don't care. <laughs> they just yeah. don't care. This is one of those things. They just don't care. Ugh. I shouldn't have so, to explain why you should care about other people for quite some time now. Let's 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 move along. Let's get into these this one question we have from Mister Pastor Lucas Ham Rogers. Spot a hand. He says, I gotta right, stop XP you crew. right there. I gotta stop you right there. Why? I Why? am not a fan, by the way, of the insinuation that I did not know what the Muppets were <laughs> when this question was posted. 
Well, you're, you're like 12, so... I mean, yeah. And, I am not like 12. We, I in do comparison, know what the Muppets are. In comparison to me and Delvin's old ass, you're like 12. Also, we've asked you many things that we thought you'd know about and you knew nothing about. So that doesn't right. surprise us at all. I do not like the insinuation. <laughs> I don't know who the Muppets are. I mean, you don't know who Beanie Siegel is or hip-hop, so why would you know the Muppets? Exactly. <laughs> so, uh, he wants to know... Is it time for some randomness? Inspired by the fact that my family and I have been watching all the Muppet movies, old and new, over the past week or two. So my question for you is, who is your favorite and least favorite Muppets and why? Bonus question is, if you had to choose one Muppet that most matches your personality, who would it be? We're going to start Kermit. with you, Haley, since you know the Muppets. Kermit you're the so Frog aware is my them. favorite. And who is your least favorite? Miss Piggy. Wow. And if you had to pick a Muppet based on your personality, who, who do you think? Kermit the Frog. No. You are Miss Piggy. No. <laughs> you are angry. Absolutely not. <laughs> Beating people across the head. Doing karate chops. <laughs> Absolutely yeah. not. You're definitely not Kermit. <laughs> I think I'm Kermit, honestly. And I'll tell you why. And I, This makes perfect sense. Kermit is a very good host of things. If you watch the Muppet Show, he's hosting that thing. He's rooting people on. He's ah! he's selfless. Selfless. Which you very much are. Also, I would definitely give you Kermit. Kermit likes aggressive women, <laughs> like Miss Piggy. Very he's violent. Miss Piggy. <laughs> very violent. Never understood that one. <laughs> I think I fit in that Kermit category too much. Kermit is my favorite. Also, Gonzo. I love Gonzo. Gonzo is. I don't think I have a. Muppet I don't like. I like them all. I like Fozzie Bear. I like <laughs> Rolf. My first, like, like liking of the Muppets came from Muppet Babies. Oh, yeah. Same here. Muppet Babies, for sure. Which was a great show. All day. Oh, yeah. So I'm sorry. All I can think about when asked was this question is the VR chat video of, like, I, I, Kermit saying, I'm going to Kermit suicide. <laughs> What? I don't know what hell you watch. <laughs> okay, okay. So, so there's a video of someone on VR chat going up to Kermit the Frog, and he's like, "Oh, I want to touch your froggy ass." And Kermit's like, "What? What, what are what, you watching? Running? <laughs> and then he goes, "I'm going to Kermit suicide," and jumps off the building. <laughs> okay. Then. <laughs> but yeah, Kermit's my favorite. If I had to pick one for Dev, who I think Dev is, I want to say Rolf. That's my dude right there. Who's, cool. who's, who's the who's the Swedish chef? Oh, fruity, fruity, fruity. Trying to think who would be the Swedish uh, chef. Lucas. Yeah, that fits. Okay. Half of the time I don't know what Lucas, sure Lucas is talking about. <laughs> he is. He got them 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 jokes, man. He's always making jokes, and if you're not paying attention, you really don't know what the hell he's talking about. Yes, but. I find them to be hilarious. Um, my favorite is probably Animal. Um, it's my mom's just, favorite. Animal's cool. He's awesome. He don't care. He's out there doing his thing. He's living his life. He's living his best life. And you're either going to get in line or just get run over yeah. by him. It's great. I love it. Yeah. Um, my least favorite by far is Miss Piggy. Um, she can take a long walk off a short bridge. I cannot stand her. <laughs> at all. Miss Piggy is doing everything. She's a... Instagram I model. <laughs> so, and Miss Piggy. 
a weight loss model, and she's an abuser. She's definitely an abuser of of men. (laughs) She is the worst. I cannot. I I literally can't stand Miss Piggy, and also Mm -mm. Instagram influencer Miss Piggy. Yes, (sighs) yes. I mean, it it fits it fits her personality perfectly. It makes all the sense in the world. If she were a real person, she would definitely be on IG trying to be an Instagram model influencer, all of that nonsense. Yes, I agree. She can kick rocks. If I had to pick one for myself, it'd probably either be Ralph or Beaker. Um, yeah. Ralph, cool-ass dog, knows how to play music. That's my dude. Everybody loves him. Yeah, that's Dev. <laughs> oh, man. Thank you for the question. Um, I was the only one we got this week. Lots of retweets, but no questions. I hate when that happens. Yeah, no, like, don't give, give us questions. I mean, retweet question. it to expand the audience, but, like, also ask us a question. We, we like to answer them. And also, take the piss out of them. I think yeah, this is a so. week where everybody's been, hasn't been that much news except that one big story that we're going to talk about. It has, dude. It has been just a kind of a weird week outside of the Bethesda thing. I feel like it's just been slow yeah like there's just not been a whole lot going on other than biden bucks yeah so. kind of. i mean biden bucks that don't even have biden's name on them but i mean yeah. good oh, he's not he's oh, not a narcissist only an no, 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 i'm aware i no, no i mean yes but also i'm literally glad he came out and was like i'm not putting my name on these that delay these checks get them out like yeah and they got them out in because i got mine Less than 24 hours after he signed the thing. I was yeah, like. Yeah, hi. As yeah. everyone knows, I'm not eligible, but I'm glad y'all are because y'all needed that help. Like, Yeah. <laughs> I'll take this extra money. I mean, I ain't, I'm not turning it down. What a, that's for sure. One of my favorite things to see on Twitter is people say, I don't need this money. I'll just take $600 and flip it because I'm an entrepreneur. I say, yo, shut your ass up <laughs> and take this. I mean, quick you don't need that money? Okay, I'll take it. Give it to me. I could use that money. <laughs> right. Just because you don't mean it doesn't mean everybody else doesn't. I could so, take six hundred and kick flip rocks. it. Man, you shut up. <laughs> yeah, get out of here. I'm gonna take six hundred dollars and flip it. Okay, then go do that. Like, yeah. who cares? Yeah. Keep your keep your your your, your information to yourself. Get out of here with that. I will be enjoying my fourteen hundred right. <laughs> and not complaining one bit. Uh you don't get you not you don't get enough for your children. Well, I didn't want to say that part. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm getting. I'll just say this: we're getting a grip. <laughs> That's all I gotta say. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. Plus income tax. I'm really happy for my friends who have multiple children. Like, all right, getting getting all that money. Yeah, I know they need it too. So, yeah, I got my fifty six hundred. Yeah, I'm gonna refer to my children as fourteen hundreds now. <laughs> Hey, little 1400 You want some McDonald's? The least yeah. I can do. Yeah. Thank you. Jesus. We going to Sizzler. We going to Sizzler. We going Sizzler. We going to Sizzler. That's a great movie. You seen, That's a great movie. Have you seen the memes of people talking about things they're going to buy their $1,400? Like, hey. Yes, gonna, oh, yes I have. I've seen the, like, $1,400 me showing up at Starbucks. How much to bang the mermaid? <laughs> yeah, I see the one like, hey, oh, no. go, go on to Target. 
how was that big ball outside? Yeah, yeah, I seen those memes are great. Uh, I I saw one last night from Mario Rivera. Uh, literally, like he, he, it's like a burger person, and he's just like, how much to take it home? Yeah, that one I seen the one for McDonald's. Bring me the clown. Yeah. <laughs> That's the energy I need, need this week. It, it's it's so funny. It's so funny. They're so good. Uh. Oh, bring me the clown. Oh no, that's good. All right, way to uh, way to quote the Dark Knight. There, bring yeah. me the clown. Yes. Oh man. Uh. Good stuff. All right, so let's get into this slow ass news week. What you got for us, Haley? Uh, hi. In interesting news, the Astros Playroom soundtrack is now available on music listening services around the globe. And, I mean, this is a really short story. It's cool. You can now listen to SSD anywhere you like. It's a good soundtrack. I mean, it, it it's, is. It, it's, a, it, it's got it, some bangers on there. It's a bop. Yeah. I'm your GPU. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, people uh, really, really dug the music in that one. I mean, yeah. so I'm surprised it took him as long as it did to actually release the music in the soundtrack or just stream it or whatnot. So I think that's pretty cool. It's just a way to just, you know, bring a little bit more longevity to the game. And, you know, that's it's cool for people who really in, enjoyed that game, which there were a lot. So yeah, if you want to yeah. bang my GPU and SSD and all that good stuff in your car, bump it in your ride, go ahead and do that. <laughs> Definitely available uh, podcast on streaming services around the globe. So I still have not played. I've played that game one time, and I have not gone back to it. I played it twice. It's fun. I platinumed it. It's an easy platinum, if I'm correct, right? Yeah, it, it is. Yeah, literally the only the only challenging part is like some of the motion control stuff, and even then, like as like you can because. So like one of the trophies is like collecting all the puzzle pieces and uh one of them is like you know you need to control the rocket ship with the controller and you're doing this like to, to i hated like, that to so boost much. it and so that's annoying but other than that everything else is easily doable the only other one is that's annoying is one of the collectible like memorabilia pieces from like playstation 2 or whatnot is in the one where you're doing the hang glider, and if you don't get enough height, you have to replay the entire level, but it's not too bad. Uh, yeah. And then there's bonus enough. stuff, like if you wanna if you wanna play the uh, the challenges, like the the speed run stuff. So, but that's not required for the platinum. Okay. So. Good. Let's get before a second there. Cool. Not a fan of those. No, speed here runs. Uh, I I know that I know that <laughs> y- I'll link you the guide for it because there's there's one so. I'll actually check. You gonna go for that there plat there, Delvin? You gonna go for that plat? If it's simple enough, yeah, I'll do it. I do have to beat the game, so if I can do it while beating the game, why not? Like, like for reference, um, PSN profiles, which they're usually pretty good judges of that, has the difficulty of this platinum uh, as two out of ten. It's too too much for me. Here you go, Delvin. I linked it in chat. Okay, cool. There you go. I'll be anxiously awaiting to hear how long it takes you to platinum that. 
I mean, for reference, I platinumed it in 14 hours and 20 minutes. That so. seems like a lot. I mean, to, to, to be fair, to be fair though, that's not all 14 hours I was playing it. It took me like actually four hours. Okay, like, to, that sounds know, a lot better. But, 14 hours. But like, remember, four. remember the day the PlayStation came out, I had to go to work because I still had a job. So I'll go say 14 hours. I don't think the game is 14 hours long. No, it's literally like you just need to collect all the collectibles in each of the levels, and then yeah. All right. So. For sure. All right, moving right along. What's what you got for us, Evan? What's what's your story? What you got to tell us? All right, Twitter and the world was in a hubbub because a PS5 of Bloodborne may be coming. Because if you go on the PlayStation uh, Store and click on Bloodborne, it says PS4 version, PS5 version download. Now, when you click on the PS5 version, nothing, nothing happens, of course, but there may be an update to Bloodborne eventually where we get a PS5 version of that. So what do you both think of that? I think it's cool. I think if there's any one of those games uh, to do it, I think Bloodborne would be the one. So I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but this is just a back-end caching thing. Possible, yeah. Because Horizon, Horizon has done this too, and guess what? I know for a fact we're not getting a PS5 uh, version of Horizon unless it's like... Uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales remastered thing that they released with Forbidden West, but currently I doubt there's any plans for it because of when they released. And also, the de- there's no, there's been like literally no development on Bloodborne. I would not be surprised to see Bloodborne go to PC though, because again, Sony is like committed to putting them those games out there on the PC. There's also been rumors for years of the PC thing, but this back end, like, Hey, there's a PS five option for this game. Watchdogs does that. Like the first watchdogs, that game's not coming to PS five, <laughs> but I can, out of all those games, I can, I can see, never know. I can see bloodborne having a PS five version or at least an, I can see them doing that for, for bloodborne too. bloodborne and horizon to be perfectly honest. Yeah. I feel like eventually they'll both have, optimized PS5 versions of the game. Now, how much they get in I think the detail they might with get, I think they might get patches, but not an actual PS5 version. I think that they will do a PS5 version for Bloodborne, um, specifically because, like, in order to get, like, the, the 120 frames and everything, you have to have... It has to be a native PS5 version. I think with the amount of love that Bloodborne has... Um, that eventually they will actually make a PS5 version of it. I, I I do honestly believe that'll happen, especially with it coming to PC. Out of all those type of games, I think that's the one that seems the most logical to have it, honestly. Because mm-hmm. people love Bloodborne. Like, they are they obsessed with that game. I uh, I still love Fred Mirabelle. I was like, I'm not playing Bloodborne on my PS5, not unless it's 60 frames. <laughs> I agree. Makes I'm sense. the same way. Like I haven't played it, and I won't play it unless it's got a better frame rate. Because I can't, I can't play things at 30. It drives me nuts. It's just I can't do it. And as somebody I, who's, uh, I is Ratchet gonna have a 60 FPS mode? Because it looks like they're sticking with 30. No, I'm pretty sure they said there's a 60 frame per second mode. I, I swear to God, I read that. I, I don't know. I believe a 4K I mean, all the trail- action and then a performance mode. I think, I think all the uh, all it. the all the trailers were sticking with the ray tracing, so kind of seems like that's what they're focusing on. I will say this: as a person who's played Demon Souls in sixty, it makes a big difference in those games in particular. Yeah, 
It does. <laughs> the thing, the fu- the fun thing is when you uncap the frame rate in in the older Dark Souls games, and the the game doesn't function properly. It makes it easier, almost. Yeah, and yeah. Insomniac confirmed that there will be a sixty frames okay. per second mode. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't certain on okay. that, but all the trailers have been just been focusing on the ray tracing. So. Yeah. Yeah. Sixty frames. If you don't have sixty frames, why why are you even making games at this point? Uh, so I take it you're not gonna play Watch Dogs Legion then. Uh, I have I've played it on PC and I real it was sixty frames there and I was just like eh, this this, this does it didn't it there, just didn't grab me so I th- have no there's literally no to option to play it in sixty frames on console like because literally like there it's ray tracing that's it there's no option to play it in sixty frames per second. I forgot I owned yeah, that if I played PS5 it would be on PC. Yeah. If I if I played it, it would be on PC, but um, it didn't grab me at all. I don't like the randomness of the characters. I wanna, yeah. I just wanna, I wanna play Watch Dogs two, basically. Just yeah. Give me them again. I I'd love a a, a whole like PS five, Xbox Series X version of um, Watch Dogs one and two of Watch Dogs. I mean Watch Dogs two over one. Uh, oh. Aiden. I I wouldn't want to replay it. I just want a new story with those characters. I definitely wouldn't replay it. I enjoyed my playthrough of that enough. That was my story. I don't want to do that again. If Watch Dogs 2 gets a remaster, I play through it. I mean, I'll platinum it again because I, I platinum to Watch Dogs 2. I'd give it a second chance. Yeah. I mean, I played it on PC. I have it on PC, so them giving me a, a remastered version of it. I I probably I probably wouldn't pick it up. I love that game though. It's one of my probably my favorite games of all time. It's probably in my top ten. I think everybody telling me that, hey, you should play Marcus this way, kind of turned me off from it in terms of... Yeah, I was not a fan of the conversation around that game where everyone's like, well, I, Marcus doesn't seem like the guy. I'm like, I don't care what you think Marcus is. They give me the option to use a full-on assault rifle against people. I'm going to use a full-on assault rifle against people. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, because when I played part one with Aiden, I was kind of balls-to-the-wall action use my computer smarts when needed. And when I was playing Marcus, they're like, ah, oh, you probably should play Marcus this way because Marcus is non-violent. Okay, I, I get that. I'm not good at playing this way. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is not fun that, to me. That's, <laughs> that's like, uh, like, I admire people who do, like, the clean hands. Like, I, I'm still attempting and I have Dishonored 1 mm-hmm. installed. You were exactly who I was going to mention, albeit except for the fact that you're not pressuring people to play the game that way. Yeah, play like, the game however the hell you want. No, exactly. But there are people who go, do. anybody who can't play Dishonored Clean Hands, don't even bother. And I'm just like, well, why you got to ruin it? Because, like, the games are meant to have fun. And the game gives have you the you option. Have not killed people in that game? Because it's quite fun yeah. to murder things. Killing people in Dishonored is way yeah. more enjoyable than letting them live. <laughs> not going to lie. It is so yeah. much more enjoyable. Yeah, absolutely, I'm uh, I'm excited mm-hmm. to see how Deathloop handles that. I wonder if there's like, because I mean, like the whole poss- the, the whole thing is like, hey, you gotta kill people. But I wonder if there's a way well, to like limit everybody. Deathloop looks so. I don't good. even yeah. see a point of not about not killing people. I want to kill everyone. It looks so good. Yeah, I'm yeah. very excited, and they've said some powers from Dishonored are are returning, so that's nice. Oh, yeah. I did not even know that. Yeah, they uh, they mentioned that I think in the tweet, the tweet the other week that some powers from Dishonored are returning. 
Uh, I wouldn't expect anything like possession or something like that, but maybe like Domino where you can link targets together or, uh, or like the teleportation. I just, just want to teleport. I yeah. just want to teleport. That's the only power I ever even used in Dishonored. Even Dishonored 2, I just, for the most part, would teleport. I didn't use the dom- that. Exit to the back. I did use a Domino because if I can put multiple people to sleep at the same time, fantastic. I forget. Did you play as Emily? Yeah. That's good stuff. All right, a final I, little quick story. Um, De novo, mm. anti cheat is coming to PS5. Uh, not the anti tamper, which is the more notorious one for breaking things, but apparently this software has also been in several PS5 games already. It just wasn't, you know, mentioned, which I find very interesting. Um, so basically, it's just an anti-cheat software that is, you know, used to try to combat cheating. Um, there's a lot of, you know, it's it's one way that people either love it or hate it um, because it can cause performance issues. It's not as bad as the anti-tamper software, which causes the more uh, egregious issues. But in PC, the Denuvo, Denovo, however you say it, software has definitely caused some games to run like crap i.e. Doom, which had to take it out of the game because it caused so much of a performance, like, bottleneck issue it, where they had to just it became it a, it, it became a Photoshop slideshow. Yeah, it was real, real bad. But um, it's very interesting, yeah, that, that apparently, you know, it's already been in a number of PS5 launch titles, uh, and the fact that it doesn't have to be used. It's just, like, an option for you know the the devs to actually put in the game if they'd like so it'll be interesting to find out once we get more information about you know which games are using it and if it is causing any kind of performance issues um but i'll tell you it's it's good to combat the cheaters because like for dance for example destiny man like the cheating in that game is so rampant it really destroys the crucible experience for a lot of people um, and they've been asking for some kind of anti-cheat software in there for a while. They've been working on some stuff, but they don't always divulge it, um, mainly because they don't want the cheaters to be able to get the upper hand by knowing what they're doing on the back end. But yes. um, for me, as long as it doesn't, you know, hamper performance, I think this is this is a good move. So interesting, uh, very polarizing. Not on, very polarizing. Not on the Denuvo thing, but uh, on our conversation of like. Uh, Deathloop. Yeah, I found the tweet. Uh, it was on February 26th, actually, from IGN. Um, Deathloop will feature returning powers from Dishonored, as well as its free-form approach, approach, according to the game's director, and this was part of IGN's FanFest. So. Okay, cool. Very cool. I'm definitely picking that one up. So this the Novo thing. Yeah. Call of Duty. That's the main thing that they'll be using. This- I mean, it, it doesn't help yeah. in that. Like, I don't know. So this is the problem with it. Like, our conversation in the Discord this week, where I got very heated because nobody believed me how bad Denuvo is on PC. Uh, Regardless, um, the problem with this is that most people know how to crack Denuvo already. And so you're still going to encounter cheaters in Call of Duty, in Apex, in Fortnite. Because the problem is they already know how to crack the software. And... It's very different on P. It's very different on PlayStation than it is on PC. It's a lot harder to cheat on console. A I lot mean, harder to cheat on I'm, console. I'm sure it's a lot harder, but the amount of cheaters I encounter in Call of Duty or Fortnite or Apex would suggest otherwise. <laughs> oh, so let me ask you this then: 
How does this affect crossplay? Uh, that's a good question because you can't like because this is the problem, right? Like, there's anti-cheat on pretty much anything nowadays. I would assume. I know that. And this is yeah. This is like Ubisoft thing. Uh, Ubisoft has the Helix store uh, in like Assassin's Creed or the credit store in Watch Dogs, for example. Um, and you know, on PC, people are allowed to mod their games and whatnot, right? Mm-hmm. They have an anti-cheat that will check your mods to make sure that you're not, like, giving yourself armor that you have to pay money for. Like, yeah. and people still find a way to get around that. So, like, yep. Um, yep. but then the cross-play situation you're asking about with, like, Call of Duty or whatnot, you're going to encounter cheaters no matter what platform you're playing on. There are cheaters on Apex Legends on Switch already. See, that's so... what I was wondering. Like, if you're playing with somebody on Switch and they're cheating... And you're on PS4, or PS5. Does the software catch you'll, that? You'll you'll still kill them. You'll still kill them because they're on Switch. They're, you you have to cheat on Switch to be able to actually compete with anybody <laughs> any other console. <laughs> but but again, like that's the point, right? Like there's an anti-cheat solution in there somewhere. Generally, especially in like Call of Duty or whatnot, and they're still beating it. They're still getting in there and having their like. Auto aim through three brick walls across the map. You got murdered, or that famous Modern Warfare Two, I think it is, clip where someone's pointing a gun and then they use the knife and they just go halfway across the map and stab the guy to death. Cheated going cheat. I yeah have played a multiplayer game. This was a while back, where as soon as the map. Whoa 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 whoa! Delvin played a multiplayer game. Yeah. Th- wow. This is why I stopped. Because there was a time, there was a time. As soon as you know how they load you into the map, yeah. As soon as my character loaded into the map, he was immediately shot in the head. Like, how is that even possible? Like, I I, I just like, how do you not even get a chance to walk? Yeah. My my favorite is uh, in Fortnite because everybody can drop their like. There's a certain point where everyone's parachute will pop. But, like, you can pop your parachute higher if you want to or whatnot. Is when people get to the ground and just start shooting at people in the parachutes. And there's no way you're supposed to be able to hit people that high. It's very fun to watch the guy beside you as parachute just right down to the ground. It's just... I don't know how that's even fun to me. Like, how is that fun to just be able to, like, cheat to win? That doesn't seem entertaining to me. In the least bit. I mean, it's... it's I think it's what's fun for them... <laughs> I mean, that, but also I think what's fun for them is that the mo- the fun is actually in seeing how long they can evade Activision's banhammer. Because Activision is usually yep. generally, like, attempting to literally ban all of these people that are cheating. Uh, sometimes they ban the wrong people. Um, they've done that, and there's no way to appeal it. So, like, you'll get banned from the game for doing nothing wrong and then have to, like, cause a huge storm on Twitter to get your stuff back. Um... But, like, that's generally where cheaters find their most fun is in, like, attempting to evade the banhammer. Uh, that's generally where they find their most fun, I've seen. Because there's people who will stream themselves cheating. Like. Yep. So. Boy, oh, boy. Yeah, I think a lot of the, the thrill for the cheaters is just being able to avoid, you know, being captured and just seeing how long they can get away with it and then just, you know. They're trolls, so they like you know ruining other people's experiences. That that's that's part of the fun for them. 
I honestly, if I run into cheaters half the time, I don't even know. I don't really care. When I'm playing multiplayer games, I don't care enough for it to really matter. So I'm just there shooting things. I don't really care about the cheating aspect of it. It just, I don't allow myself to get bothered by it so much. So, and a lot of times, I just, I don't care. So, makes sense. They're there. It's something you deal with. I'm not going to let it affect my, my fun of the game. So. F them. <laughs> so. Yep. We'll see. You know, uh, this will be something to watch going forward just to see, you know, if it actually does cause any performance issues, if it actually does help anybody as far as, you know, keeping the games better. So we'll see. All right. Let's get into this topic of the week. So, uh,. Bethesda. I just want to get everybody's thoughts on the Bethesda Xbox news because it indirectly affects us. Um, we don't really know how yet, but um, I just thought it would be interesting to get all of our takes on the other side of this 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 merger, this this huge bombshell of a thing that got dropped on us with Microsoft purchasing Bethesda and its ridiculous amount of studios to bolster bolster its itself and make game pass that much more appealing i know both of you play a lot more of the bethesda games than i do um so you both have probably a different opinion than i do um and you actually have an xbox delvin so you still get to enjoy all of the bethesda goodness if it does not appear on a sony console and i know Haley, you're eventually going to get one once you uh, land that job and uh, have a regular steady, you know. I mean, I keep getting ads. I keep getting ads for all access, but you know, that's not really effective. I do still have my PS4 Pro that I could probably trade in for trade credit towards one at at Mm -hmm. EB. But again, console shortages and whatnot, right? Um, I don't know. Like, they haven't. They were vague, and then they weren't, and then they were vague, and it's just like, we, we really don't know what's going on here. Even Phil was like, there might be things in the future contractually, or, yeah. I don't know. It, it's Didn't they say something recently that, hey, yeah, we're going to, they basically said in so many words, we're going to have exclusive fact box. Or Game Pass they said yeah. some. They said some games will be exclusive to PC and Xbox going forward, but... That doesn't specify which ones. Well, I'm quite sure they don't know yet. I'm quite sure they're still working that out. And I, I, I think they have an idea. I know they know what they want to do, but yeah, they definitely have left it as vague as possible um, in their wording of it. It's like, yeah, we're we're definitely there's going to be exclusive games, but that's the the best place to play those games will be you know Xbox and Game Pass, and they definitely will have exclusive titles you know new exclusive titles coming to you know xbox from bethesda but they did a really good job of not necessarily stating you know which games or if it is going to be existing franchises new franchises which makes sense because you don't want to possibly alienate an entire you know subset of people who only have a playstation you know yet like you want to wait until you've got a little bit more as far as like i would say i I would imagine like further down the development cycle like 
if Starfield is exclusive to Xbox, like there's no need to really announce that yet. Like we have no idea how far in development Starfield actually is, so it doesn't really matter. Um, and I think personally, I think that most of the games that are already multi-platform will be multi-platform for right now. Um, Elder Scrolls Six, I, I can't imagine them not bringing it to PlayStation. Maybe it may be a timed exclusive, but I can't imagine them taking something like that and not putting it everywhere eventually. I mean, Elder Scrolls is famous for Skyrim is famous for being run on like everything under the sun. So I can't imagine them not bringing that to as many platforms as possible. Also, I'm glad you touched on it. Um, what quantifies as an exclusive? Because there are multiple t- different types of exclusive. Like you can have a time exclusive, you can have a console exclusive, you can have exclusive like, hey, certain pro- products are only on Xbox per se as opposed to just being on PS5. So I think they're going to probably play with that a little bit. I, I can mm-hmm. I can more than likely see, hey, Doom comes out January 2022 for Xbox and December 2022 for PlayStation. I can see something like that happening. Time exclusive for certain things. See, here's my thing, right? And I'm going to use Wolfenstein as an example because they met. They mentioned originally when Wolfenstein Youngblood came out that... Um, uh, Youngblood was a stopover until Wolfenstein 3. So, let's say, let, let's just say, for example, all Bethesda games are now exclusive to Xbox and PC because Game Pass or whatnot. Uh, so now you've cut off the end of a trilogy to uh, a, a trilogy of games that was originally multi-platform. You've now cut off access to the end of that story if you don't have access to a PC that can handle Wolfenstein. Uh, and I'm not even talking Game Pass here before somebody jumps in. You've now cut off that ending to that story. So why are you doing that? I think they said and something about they weren't they were gonna try not to do that. I remember reading something like that or hearing them say something like that. They were gonna try to like if you already not cut off legacy of certain games. So I don't know if mm-hmm. Wolfenstein qualifies in that. I would think so. I would hope so because, like, for example, I'm really invested because, you know, Wolfenstein's always been a game that's, like, you know, it's accessible to anyone, right? But then once they started that story in New, uh, like, in new Order, they were straight, like, it was actual storytelling in Wolfenstein and it was great because before that, there was the Wolfenstein, like, old pixel art games. Right, like, PC. like 64-bit. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, mm-hmm. you, you knew what I meant. And then there was that one in, like, 2009 that was, like, supernatural-ish. Yes. And then after that, New Order. And New Order hit the ground running and was fantastic. And New Colossus only made it even more interesting. And I'm very excited to see where that whole thing goes, right? Because Youngblood kind of teases that, like, hey, you know, uh, the Nazis aren't in America anymore because, you know, we beat them back. So I'm excited to see how that works, you know, because especially where Wolfenstein 2 ended. Um, But let's say, and I mean, currently this kind of seems likely, let's say I don't have a job by the next time, uh, (laughs) you know, uh, Wolfenstein 3 comes out. Okay, so I don't have an Xbox, and my PC can't handle it, so I'm now fucked, right? Like, that's the thing. And I'm not throwing anyone's words in anyone's mouth here, but 
Phil Spencer, when this deal was announced, like, we're not in the business of cutting games off from people. Okay, well, if you make everything mm-hmm. exclusive, this is cutting games off from people. So, um, like, I get it. They, they spent $7.5 billion to acquire this company. But, yep. But, you're also cutting off a hundred million like a hundred million player base if you make everything exclusive. So, and before anyone goes, well, this is a new console generation, so that doesn't really matter. Uh, I mean, it does though, because literally the conversation right now uh, revolves around how nobody can find a PS5. So, but I don't hear anyone saying the same for Xboxes. Oh, uh, which you know, which isn't me shitting on Xbox, because again, I want one. I will say but, like, this. Go ahead, Haley. No, no, no. Like, the conversation flows. Go ahead. Because I think this feels like this is only a conversation that's had about Xbox. You know what I mean? Because if PlayStation would have bought Bethesda, we would not be saying, are these games going to be exclusive to... Because we know know how PlayStation works. There's no way PlayStation would be Mm -hmm. sharing these games with Xbox. Correct. All those games would 100% be PlayStation exclusives for now on. To the end of time. Okay, but again, yep. again, that's a false equivalency because that was never in the in the books because PlayStation doesn't have that kind of money. Even so, they don't. But it's it's not about it's not about them having the money. It's about just the way Sony operates. Exactly. Like we know for a fact, if Sony were to acquire or when they do acquire studios, it's not to make games multi-platform. Um, so, like, would so would the question would be would people be as upset? as they are with this whole Bethesda acquisition in Microsoft, if, if it were the reverse. Exactly. And a lot of times it feels like, no, it feels like people just don't seem to be as upset or mad at Sony as they are when it comes to Microsoft. Like Microsoft just seems to get like the, the, the raw end of the deal most of the time. And it sucks because when you think about Game Pass and how accessible that, that platform is and how they're consistently trying to make it even more accessible with, uh, you know, xCloud, and now adding that to browsers and things of that nature, making it very, very easy to play games because now you can stream. Um, it's sad that they get that short end of the stick when they're actually trying to do everything they can to make games easier and more accessible at a lower price point for the masses. And I, um, But people don't see it that way because they don't see the streaming and people don't really like the streaming as much as they want to just be able to play their stuff on the console that they own. And I, So it's, it's really interesting. I mean, it's so funny yeah. because right now on the Xbox... You can remote play PlayStation through the Edge browser. Yeah, which is crazy. <laughs> I think the fact that we're even having this conversation about this is kind of dope that Microsoft is doing it because if this was PlayStation, we would not be having this conversation at all. In terms of like, we know what they would do. Microsoft is like, hey, we're open to putting other games, our exclusive games on PlayStation. We're open to putting them on Switch. They basically open. They're, they're basically saying we don't want to. Cut everybody off. Now there are going to be some games. That we have to be realistic about the situation as well. Like there are mm-hmm. some games that are going to be Xbox exclusive because we have to make money, and we have to give people a reason to come to Xbox. But for mm-hmm. the- so here's here's my thing. My issue isn't that Xbox bought Bethesda. My issue is that a third party developer is no longer third party, and I'm getting real tired yeah. of everyone saying Sony or Nintendo needs to make a buyback move, and it's like. No, and Imran Khan this week had a valid tweet. And on the Bethesda front, I I kind of agree, I kind of don't. Imran Khan made a tweet the day the acquisition 
was finalized. And I'm going to grab it and I'm going to read it for you right now. Because not only did Imran Khan get shit on to the nth degree for it, uh, he, it got so toxic that people had to unfollow the person tweeting at Imran about it. Um, I'm not mentioning well, names, but people in our Discord know what they are. Imran Khan tweeted the other day that... Uh, sorry. Uh, bam. I mean, I, I agree with the whole third-party developer no longer being third-party thing. I think that sucks. I don't want to lose third-party developers, um, especially ones who are way more multi-platform focused. Yes. Like, if it was a third-party developer who who mainly made Xbox games, I wouldn't care. Like, that just feels like that makes sense. You bring them in-house, they're pretty much uh, Xbox-only developer. Um, like, a 343 or something, you know? Um when it comes to like Insomniac, Insomniac only ever made one game that went to multiple platforms. So like them being bought by Sony, it doesn't feel as egregious as, yeah. you know, taking Bethesda, who has always been a multi-platform <laughs> studio. And now they're, 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 all, they're no longer a, a third party. They're, they're a first party studio with, you know, one side. So it's different when it's it's a, a a third party who really only ever made games on one system and every now and again a game maybe come come multi platform. But when you take a large third party and now they're just rolled into one, that kinda sucks. Yeah. You know, yeah. just from just an overall gaming standpoint. Uh so Imran Khan tweeted on on March ninth. Microsoft's biggest win today was probably marketing a massive acquisition as something to celebrate and congratulate like a birthday party instead of something kind of awkward and worrying. Oh, well. And then he replied to it. I think we're kind of at this weird thing where if Disney bought Comcast, people on Twitter would be posting gifts of cartoon characters dancing and going, fucking finally, I don't have to subscribe to Peacock for The Office. And uh, then he tweeted afterwards because he started receiving heat. Consolidation is worrying in quotation marks. Please stop being my, mean to Microsoft specifically. I think like there are levels like to that. Valid, uh, there's not levels yeah, to it. I think I'm it sorry. Because I, I'm so, sorry. I'm going to categorically shut that look, down right now. I'm going to say this. Having, because sometimes people cheer it because it's something. Like, for example, the Disney-Fox deal. People cheered that because they wanted. That, that was an issue, too, because immediately afterwards, Disney started closing Fox Studios and yada, yada, yada. But, There's always been issues, and Imran but, Khan has been one of the only people I've seen out there. And so, weeding that is bad. But we can understand that people thinking it's bad. There, there are good parts and bad parts of everything. But people, there are always going to be people who chilly things that they want to see happen. Like the Fox universe, people wanted to see. They've been saying for years they wanted. Disney to take over that Marvel Fox universe because it was so bad. <laughs> like people okay. were like, "Hey, we want to yeah. get our Marvel characters back into the MCU because we know that Marvel will take better hands." Now, when we start talking about a monopoly, that's a that's a whole other thing, and that's business talk, and that's things that the common person doesn't really worry yeah. about per se. And you can say but the problem being and a lot of times while certain things get closed, other things get open. So yes. while it does take away some opportunities in some places, it's going to create other ones as well. So like, here's, like, like here's, Delvin said, there's levels to it. It's okay. not just completely but, black and white. Yes. Like there's so much no, more nuance. My, my issue is, is when places that are supposed to worry about monopolization, just don't because the Disney Fox merger shouldn't have been allowed to happen. 
Sorry. It, it wasn't a Disney-Fox merger because Fox still exists. Yes, Fox They still. just sold parts of what they own to another company, but they still exist and can still make content. Yes, Fox is still a thing. Very much I'm so. aware. I'm aware it's still Fox, a thing. Fox wanted to get out of the business of anything that wasn't Fox News or Fox Sports. Yes. So they sold their stuff. That's not necessarily a merger of any kind whatsoever. Still a monopolization. That doesn't, that's not antitrust. It's not even monopolization. They wanted out. Yeah. They didn't want to have this part of their business. They wanted to I focus think. on sports and news. And they sold the rest of it, which is completely mm. their right. If I own these IPs, I have the right to sell them if I want. I, if I want to go sell my computer to some place who's selling computers, I have that right because I own it. I think monopolization in, in terms of that comes more of an issue when it's like Disney's trying to buy Paramount and they're trying to buy these mm-hmm. other big studios that literally control the movie industry. Like we still, even with Disney owning Fox, there's still a Paramount, there's still a Sony, there's still plenty of other movie companies and studios that are making, even Netflix for that matter, that are making tons of money. Mm-hmm. I, Netflix is only making money because of investors who don't know that they should probably be pulling out of Netflix, but you know. But they're still making tons of money, so it's kind of it's it's kind of a crazy thing. And I feel I, I agree. With, I don't like third parties and bringing it back to video games. I don't I don't yes. like third parties selling off to first parties because it almost limits their scope. Microsoft, yes, Microsoft says we're gonna let Bethesda do what they want to do. And we right now, I kind of believe they are. But what happens when five years from, from down the line? Yeah. Ten years down the line. Point. Is that always going to be the that's thing? That's my point. And is, is Bethesda going to become just uh, another Microsoft company? Which, as of right now, it doesn't seem that way. But, you know, things change. And also, yeah. I'm always okay with third parties selling this stuff off when it comes to like, hey, Either EA sells or we're not going to have EA anymore. I don't want to see that. I don't want to live in a world where we're like, hey, there's no more NBA 2K or NBA Live or these certain things that we love from EA. I don't like seeing game companies close down. I want to see more companies open up and more third parties become a thing. And I think we're, we're kind of seeing that with um, certain companies. Like, what's the uh, second party company that we keep talking about that keeps buying up everything? Oh, you mean uh, Embracer Tension. Group? Tencent, yeah. No. Ten, Tencent's ten, one of them. Tencent, okay, but Embracer Group, which is THQ Nordic. Yeah, THQ Nordic. Um, They're going to eventually be a big third party if they keep... They already are. They own like 5,000 studios or something like that. Uh, sorry, they own like 5,000 IP. Yes. It's ridiculous. They don't own that many studios because that many studios don't exist. This, this conversation wouldn't be that big of a deal if that many studios existed. My issue, more or less, is that people are like, okay, so Xbox, when you buy an Ubisoft? When you buy an EA? Like, this needs to stop. The industry is so small already. We can't just have every company buy up all the third parties and, oh, now you're screwed if you don't have that console. Like, this is worrying for that reason. Whether these and I've but said this before, it's going to be very interesting to see what all happens if Game Pass becomes something that is everywhere because that I mean, is their ultimate goal. Well, that is, and here's the thing I'm kind of wondering, and I don't think this is actually going to happen, but I'm kind of worrying. Y'all remember that article earlier this or like end of last year, right around like the time people were asking, like, what's going to happen to PS now, where Jim Ryan was like, uh, 
do you have, do you have a solution for Game Pass? And he's like, There's news on that front, but not today. I'm kind of wondering if uh, this conversation's been in the works well, because uh, I have this be to interesting. Bring to the table. Who Microsoft chooses to buy this company? Who's who's that on? Is that on Bethesda for wanting to sell? Or is that on Microsoft for buying it? Because if I mean it's not on Bethesda, it's on Zenimax because Bethesda yeah, wasn't making yeah, those decisions. Yeah, but this is my whole thing. If I say, did you guys watch the 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 little roundtable they had? No. I watched some of it. It's good. You should listen to to what uh what's the guy's name that Todd actually Howard Bethesda. Todd Todd listen to what he says. Oh no, I, I heard <laughs> what he said. I like I've seen that clip where he says that it prevents another Fallout seventy six situation. But uh mm-hmm. what would prevent another Fallout seventy six situation is not releasing Fallout seventy six. So But part of the reason is the investors and the way games have to get done and get released and things of that nature. This allows them to have much more support when it comes to actually creating games because creating games has become so much more expensive. Which yes, is why that you I see understand. So many studios closing and dying out, like the studio that made Disintegration, like their game didn't do well, and now that studio is closed. Yes, where if they had be- become acquired by somebody like Microsoft, they now have the financial backing to continue to create, and I think okay, that's but- where a lot of this happens. Well. Like this, that's one of the things like you're able to have a studio, a company that has enough financial backing to actually allow you to allow you to create stuff and allow you to take more risks to create better stuff. And I think that's where a lot of this happens. A lot of these acquisitions are being made because it allows creatives to create. So while we're upset on the back end as the consumers a lot of times the creatives are much more happy with this type of deal because now they have the financial backing to create what they want to create i mean that's understandable but again as a consumer we should be worried about this because what if let's say three years from now there are no more third parties i, I doubt that will happen it's possible but i doubt I'm, that will yeah, happen. I, I i'm making that a happen. hypothetical question here <laughs> but then would you care if you couldn't play you have a PC, so never mind. I'm not going to ask you that question. And you have an Xbox, so I'm the only one here who no, left I out. Think, I think... But the thing is, you it, you could... It may not be the option you want, but with Game Pass and it being working I do not want to stream my video that. games. I want to own them. I do not want to stream my yeah. video games. I want You're going to gonna be them. very upset because eventually, I would say probably five to ten, t- ten years, you might not be able to own any video games. They may all just be digital. And once that digital curtain is pulled out from under you, you don't own anything. Isn't this, You're paying for a license to play it as long as it's up. Isn't this kind I would of like to be able with, to download my games. movies now, my essentially in streaming services now in terms of like, hey, if you want to watch SpongeBob, you have to have Paramount Plus. Yep. You can't just watch it anywhere else like... Or if you want to watch The Office, you have to have Peacock. We're Fun getting fact, that. Sponge, SpongeBob's not streamable in Canada right now because Paramount Plus, like I said, exists, but we don't have the Paramount content. Yeah, see? And that's my point. I think we're kind of already seeing that in terms of the movie space and TV space where we have to own all these other streaming services to actually watch what we want to watch. Whereas when these, when these first we first started having these streaming days, you didn't have probably either you needed Netflix or Hulu or both. And that seemed very feasible. Now we have it where if you want to watch Star Trek, you need Paramount Plus. But if you're also a Star Wars fan, you have to watch, have to have Disney Plus. But 
if you're also a Walking Dead fan, you have to have AMC Plus. And it's kind of getting crazy now. We're kind of getting to the point where you have to have all these apps, and it's actually costing fun, more fun, than cable. Fun fact. Or fun you fact. pull a Donnie and say, screw it, we're getting cable again. That way I have access to stuff. Yeah. I mean, also, fun fact, <laughs> AMC Plus also doesn't exist here. So, to watch The Walking Dead, you need to have the AMC TV channel, or wait for it to get uploaded to Netflix for the original Walking Dead, or Amazon Prime for Fear of the Walking Dead. I will say this about AMC Plus. Canada is a whole different... It's just a whole different... It's different everywhere. And That's the other thing is, we have to think about. The fact that the way it is in the U.S. is not the same way it is in Canada, which is not the same way it is in the U.K., which is not the same way it is... In, like, every every region is different in the way they handle all of this content and the way it's distributed. It's, it's, it's so much more far-reaching than just what we see here in the States or what Haley sees in Canada. Everything is yeah. so much different. And so that's, much more that's part of my worry about all of the streaming stuff is because then you're dealing with rights licensing because now let's say, let's say game pass loses the Xbox brand. It's just, it, it, instead of Xbox game pass, it's Microsoft game pass because, and again, I don't actually think this is going to happen. I straight up think that if, if anything, Sony would just start their own, game pass and re- like revamp now into that instead which i mean sort of but not really because now still needs a ton of work um but like let's say that happens right so a couple years from now microsoft it, it's now microsoft game pass you know games still play best on the xbox platform but like it's available on playstation it's available on nintendo let's say that's what happens right but different regions have different content loss. So let's say, and I'm not even going to use a Bethesda game here. I'm going to use a Ubisoft game. Let's say the 2026 Assassin's Creed. And, you know, that's a good bet to make because we know that Assassin's Creed pretty much comes out every year, except 2019, which was the only (laughs) year we didn't get an Assassin's Creed. So let's say the 2026 Assassin's Creed, available day one on Game Pass, but not in the UK and not in Australia. There, you're SOL because content rights laws. We kind of get that's that now. a problem that could occur with all of this streaming. But that's stuff. a problem that occurs now. Yeah, Persona Strikers was available in Japan for like almost a year ago. Okay, okay, but hold on. That's a localization thing because the game's developed with only a Japanese audio track and then localized for the Western territories. That's a whole different market. Well, that that's not only in Japan, like, um, Remember when I played Terminator Salvation? I bought the European version yeah. of it because it wasn't out in the U.S. yet. And it, that was completely in English. Mm-hmm. That's, the, that's kind of a thing now. Yep. It's a thing that already exists. And quite honestly, it, it could be the point where Microsoft Game Pass helps the gaming industry in a way we don't even recognize yet. If everybody adopts, like... You have your Sony games, they have all their exclusive content, but Microsoft Game Pass exists and they're able to partner and put Game Pass on everything. That's a win for gamers, especially if they allow it to work the way it does on Xbox where you can then download the games. You have a subscription, you can download them and don't have to stream them. Like for anyone listening... Honestly, Game Pass coming to... Uh, Sony so coming to PlayStation is a win for gamers. It would Game be. Pass is not a bad thing. No, it's no. not. And that's that. Like that's what as I need to point out. As much shit as I talk I about Game Pass, uh, I will tell a, you, a, it is still really the good best deal, deal in gaming. Yeah. Especially far, especially if you are the gamer who wants to play a lot of games. Yeah, like my my point being here is like before it gets taken out, 
I have no problem with Game Pass. I mean, I pay for Game Pass now and I can't even use it. So, because my computer can't handle running it, which sucks because I was in the middle of replaying Sunset Overdrive on my PC. But, uh, thank you, Soot, for fucking with the BIOS on my computer so now I can't <laughs> handle PC games. Um... Literally, also, for anyone wondering how that's happened, I don't know, because my computer starts up in a completely different way now, thanks to her. It now checks for media presence instead of literally... We've had this conversation before, Dev, uh, where, like... I could probably help you fix that offline. I'm aware. Uh, We'll we'll worry about that later. Um, My my point being is, like, she's done so much to this computer that I'm afraid starting a a literal game on this computer might set it on fire. Just so we're aware. Um, Literally... Uh, Game Pass is a great deal. Like I'm, I'm literally paying for Game Pass Ultimate right now, and I would love to have both consoles right now. Um, hello, Blue, my other cat who is just staring at me. Um, literally, it's a really good deal, and I would love to see kind of PlayStation. Do I think that's actually going to happen though? Probably not, uh, because you know this is the way that Sony really is, which is unfortunate. And again, like you said. If this were the other way around, yeah, we probably wouldn't be having this conversation. But I don't think we should be having this conversation, period. Uh, Like, yeah, Bethesda has said they kind of needed this. And that's fine. I'm not mad that, but that, like, Zenimax was the one who made the sale. And I'm not mad that they were like, hey, we need to sell. That's fine. Consolidation in this situation would have happened somewhere. And that had been on the board for a while. My issue is, is now everyone wants to see this happen with more companies, and that's the issue. Yeah. I don't think it will happen with more companies, honestly. Not, not at this point in time. I don't think a lot of these companies want to, want to sell. I think they're a lot like two. Yeah, two. I don't think that. Yeah, I don't see Ubisoft selling. I see them doing exactly what EA did, and that's bring EA Play to Game Pass. You can put Ubisoft Plus on Game Pass, like partner with that. I mean, I'd like, like to see Ubisoft Plus me. come to console in general because yeah. that, like. I'll pay for Ubisoft Plus because I play all the Ubisoft games. Also, like, while we're at it, we hey, end hey, up Ubisoft. in the same places TV where you have 37 yeah. subscriptions to Game Pass, yes. Xbox, Game Pass, Ubi Plus, this, that, and the other. You've got all these subscriptions for all of your games as well. Yeah. Which is more than likely the, the realistic scenario of what happens to the gaming industry. It follows what's going on with movies and TV where you're subscribing to play content. Yeah. And hopefully it allows you to still download that content and play it, but it also gives the developers a consistent revenue income instead of this game goes out and it dies and now we've lost all that money. If you can continue to have people with the sub, you're able to take better chances on games, have more development on games and that stuff. So I think, quite honestly, the the reality of games becoming more of a game pass model where it is a service that you consistently subscribe to could actually save a lot of smaller developed games you may be able to you know have a rebirth of the double a game like you might start to see like studios having like or developers having smaller studios working on these double a content because they have this consistent recurring income that allows them to take chances on these these other games and you might start seeing more studios open up as as like you know subdivisions of a larger one um i want game pass to continue to thrive because if it becomes a model that becomes sustainable you might see more people adopted and we will get more games better games 
better comic. I will say, there's one studio I see antithetical to this entire thing, and honestly, I think it needs to happen, and it needs to happen fast. Uh, somebody better step in and help Techland. Just... <laughs> help, help Techland. Yeah. Uh, yeah, if y'all thought I was going to go through this episode without mentioning the fact that they finally tweeted about Dying Light 2 for the first time in, like, 11 months. Uh, hi! They've mentioned yeah. that this episode comes out tomorrow. Uh, we're recording on Sunday as usual, and we come out on Mondays now. So, yeah, I'm sorry that we didn't mention that. Dev forgot to mention that at the end of last week's episode. But, yeah, we release on Mondays now. Uh, I'll put it in a tweet somewhere. Yeah, I know you did. Um, <laughs> I'm just mentioning it here. Uh, so, when you're listening, this, uh, on Wednesday, uh, St. Patrick's Day, by the way, um, Dying Light uh, has tweeted... Hey, we'll have more information about Dying Light 2 for you on Wednesday. And then immediately after, we're like, yeah, yeah, In response to a tweet, we're like, yeah, we, 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 we announced the game too early. Uh, yeah, I would say, yeah, you did that. Um, I'm not expecting a release date. I would just like the fact that we're getting more information. But also, there's been articles that have come out that have stated that, like, Techland's bleeding talent and has a really bad management structure. So maybe somebody needs to actually help Techland. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, some some studios need help. Some studio like yeah. we had this conversation right here before a while back about Media Molecule. They they yeah. doing all these kind of artsy projects and stuff. It's like when's the last time you heard anyone talk about dreams that wasn't Greg Miller? Yeah, it's kind of like kind of what places to pick them up to save them. Like, that, by the way, that's that's not me shitting on dreams. Like yeah. I'm glad that people who enjoy yeah. dreams enjoy dreams. But I mean, like, it's unfortunate because the last couple of games that Media Molecule has worked on just haven't done well. And they're, so. and they're great games. And they, 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 yeah. they, put, yeah. they put out quality, and it's kind of like, hey, we want you guys to keep making this art stuff, but you can only get by with the art stuff for so long. So maybe it might be good for a studio like PlayStation to pick them up to keep them on their feet. And that's exactly what needs to happen to be able to, because there is an audience for that game there's an audience for Media Molecule. It may not be the AAA audience that that studio needs to continue to exist. Yeah. And that's why companies being able to acquire them to give them that financial backing to allow them to keep doing what they do is something that, you know, it could be the thing that saves the industry. Yeah. To be perfectly yeah, honest. I like how this was supposed to be a conversation about what we think is going to happen with the Bethesda news and then we just went and rambled on about, like, Well, it wasn't so much what we think was going to happen. It was more of just a, a discussion about the, the overall idea of what's going on. Um, yeah. I, like I said, I think most of Bethesda games will end up being, will end up coming to, like, everything. I do, too. Because why not? I think there will be. There are going to be exclusives. It's going to be mostly games we probably haven't heard of yet, um, and then it may be franchises, eventually just getting rolled into exclusivity. You know, yeah. it, it may happen, but there will always be options for you to play the games if you really, really want to. That will not necessarily be having to buy an Xbox, which is, you know, it's a good Microsoft's thing. game plan. I mean, yeah, they've said that their whole thing isn't like we don't care if you buy the box. That's fine. I mean. Again, my issue isn't even that it, that they... <sighs> like, yes, I've said I want to buy an Xbox. Right now, I don't have a job. That's not a viable option for me. I can't go out and, like, justify spending the money. The, the exact same amount of money I spent on the PS5 when I had the money and a job to do that. Um, you know, I'm still making money in ways 
currently. Um, that sounds really bad. It's not bad, I promise. Um, <laughs> now, yeah, yo. <laughs> um, I'm still currently making money, but like, so like, yeah, I have Mass Effect pre-ordered, and the next time I get paid, I'm gonna pre-order Deathloop. But like, I can't justify going out and spending the amount it would cost me to to buy an Xbox right now, right? Uh, my computer currently always sounds like it can't handle running a game right now, which sucks. But, you know, like, whether these games are exclusive or not, eventually I'll be able to play them. It's just the way they phrase this, like, so vague is weird. And I know that, like... It's ambiguous, yeah. Yeah, to, to quote... Uh, and I'm not quote actually to paraphrase Paris because let's not quote Paris because Paris speaks eloquently and I do not. Uh, <laughs> I have trouble getting thoughts from my brain to my mouth. Um, I I try to do my best. Um, Paris has always been of the opinion that like you don't spend seven point five billion dollars to have your games come out on another platform. Which okay that makes sense, but also. You don't spend seven point five billion to then have your games come out to an audience that half of which doesn't even subscribe to your Game Pass platform, which is why Microsoft has stated that they purchased Bethesda to bolster Game Pass, which you know, mm-hmm. that's fair. But y- half of the Xbox audience does not subscribe to Game Pass, so they're still going to be paying the, the the amount of a game there. So now you've got those people to worry about. As well as the fact that you're possibly tossing out a hundred million console user base. So like, who knows? It's a long game. It's, it's a, a long, long game, game. Yeah. for sure. It definitely because, is. Well, yeah, they may be. They may alienate some people. It may end up working out in the long run. They end up gaining more, and it may be like this. May be the thing that puts those people who have an Xbox and don't have Game Pass like over the hump. But there's also a possibility that that's the Madden gamer. Well, and if they're smart, they get Game Pass too because Madden will be Game Pass as well. But it could be that that's the Madden Call of Duty guy who really only has the Xbox to play with friends. and He's only playing Madden 2K, uh, Call of Duty, and maybe one other game. FIFA. Where Game Pass doesn't necessarily... Yeah, FIFA. Where Game Pass doesn't necessarily have anything that intrigues him. But, you know... Eventually, it might the it might just get drilled into them so much that Game Pass just makes sense to have, and you have access to all yeah. these games that they eventually just end up subscribing. Like there's so I many mean, deals on it. Like again, I know we're a PlayStation show, but to like yeah. to bring to bring back to that when they tried to do like the 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 increase in the Xbox Live pricing, like that was a move intended to get people who were just subscribing to Xbox Live to subscribe to Game Pass, but they did it wrong. Yeah. They need to just get rid of live and call it a day. Yeah, pretty much. Honest. It's just, they just need to get rid of it. You know, if you want people to subscribe to Game Pass, get rid of Xbox Live and just roll all of his features in that, into Game Pass. And there you go. Yeah. It's done. Yeah. I don't yeah. Know. So. It, it's, it, like, like everybody said, it's a long game. Um, I'm sure we'll find more information out when the, it's already been When announced. they're ready to tell us. <laughs> That, but when they've also said that, like, the summer event for Xbox will definitely feature Bethesda news, so. Yeah, yep. so yeah. hopefully we'll get so. a little bit more clarity around exclusivity and what that means for them. It could be time. Also, yeah, also hopefully forever. we get more gaming news so that, like, we're not just always focusing on, like, Bethesda. 
because that seems to be a recurring topic on this show is Bethesda because the gaming news has been slow. But uh, yep. thankfully, it's looking like the next time we record, we'll have lots to talk about because Square Enix has an event on Thursday. Uh, new Life is Strange game getting announced. Nice, nice. Yeah. Uh, potentially Tomb Raider news. Um, I know there's. I, they've said Tomb Raider is part of the platform, but I don't know if that means new game reveal, new media, whatnot. Yeah, it just said uh, 25th anniversary. Tomb Raider. Yeah, there was scenes. that. There was that leak on the Xbox Store of like a collection of like uh, Tomb Raider, Rise of the Tomb Raider, and Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Uh, if those are new SKUs, like next gen versions, I might grab that because I would love uh, to play. I would, I would definitely get those. I would. I would love to play love through Tomb Raider series. 2013 again, but that game does not look good right now. If there's the next gen version of it, hell yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, Avengers is supposed to be part of the thing as well, so maybe that'll have some information about new content. Uh, maybe I don't know. Um, It'll probably just be highlighting what just came out. That'd be my guess. Potentially, yeah, because the presentation is live on the same day as the, the Avengers Next Gen version mm-hmm. uh, comes out yep. and the Hawkeye DLC. Um, there's a bunch of other stuff for it as well. Uh, apparently, ba- ba- yeah, Balan Wonderland, um, which, all right. Uh, <laughs> the announcement should be, we've canceled <laughs> yeah. Balan Wonderland. That's what it should be. <laughs> Sorry. That, yeah. Our that, bad. That's, that's, that's valid. Um, like I said, Dying Light has information on Wednesday, so you know I'll talk about that the next time we record. Um, you know, it's it's looking to be, you know, we'll definitely have some Falcon of the Winter Soldier impressions, too, because, um, yeah. you know, n- no spoilers, though. Um, yeah, right. <laughs> no, I'm fr- I'm fr- hey, hey, yeah, hey, I did, right. I did my best not to spoil WandaVision for people, so... Do we right? even really talk about one division? I feel yeah, like we, we didn't not, really. Not really, because none of us knew what was going on. <laughs> I mean, to I mean, be I fair, the director, the director came out and said, "Hey, we purposely changed the ending because people guessed it." And I'm getting real tired of that kind of storytelling, where it's not bad if the audience guesses where the story's going, because that means you set up the plot well enough that they know what's happening. And they're enthused. And then you just pull a jackknife twist and go, nah, this isn't real. And this, at this point, I'm sorry. Spoilers for Wonder Woman. Ralph Bonner? Really? You're going to make a boner joke with that character? Really? Yeah, pretty much. Anybody who's watched WandaVision knows what I'm talking about. Ralph Bonner? Really? Like. I, I, I don't see the problem. If the audience sees where your story is going, that means you've told the story properly. That means you've done it well, where someone can guess what the twist is and still enjoy the story. If you then go, oh, they've guessed the twist and jackknifed the story, you've now told misconstrued plot points and the story does no longer make sense. I don't read that far into anything, ever. How the hell do we go from Bethesda to this? (laughs) I mean, I was talking about tangents. Like, new that's news. what we do. <laughs> did we? That's it we is do. what we, we do. Tangent. Did Wanda Maximoff just come in here and just zap us and turn the whole conversation? Uh, she did. That's what she does. Uh, I mean, no. Like, like I said, like news has been slow. So, like, but that's been a recurring topic. Hopefully, news yeah. starts to pick up as we get into like spring and whatnot. I'm assuming Ubisoft is probably going to have a conference at some point soon. Uh, 
you know, because, like, this is Square Enix's spring presentation, so I'm assuming they'll have a summer one. Um, you know, like... I imagine. I don't know. I, I know we'll probably get one from Sony at some point, a summer one. We've kind of already had their, like, state of play. I'm not expecting another one for a couple months, if anything, until yeah. June. Um, you know, maybe uh, there's apparently an Xbox event rumored for the 26th. Who knows? Um, you know. News should be picking up is my point, so we can yeah. stop. News having will this be recurring... flowing in. Yeah, so we can stop having this recurring conversation about Bethesda nah. until we actually get concrete news about Bethesda. Bethesda, Bethesda, Death Loop, Death Loop, Death Loop. Woohoo! Uh, Last year, the conversation was about PS5, like every other episode. Yeah. Like, what is Sony doing? Why we haven't yep. seen anything about this PS5? This year, yep. what is Bethesda doing? Why are they going to give us games? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, but also, like, I, I love that last year's conversation was so focused on, like, what do they do with the PS5? And then we all managed to actually get one for launch. Yeah. Thank you, Dev. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Because God knows if I didn't have one, then I would not have one now. Good Lord. Yeah. Ugh, such a mess. Yeah. All right. That's going to do it for episode 75 of the PlayStation Experience. We hope you guys enjoyed yourself. Please feel free to holler at us and give us a follow over on the Twitters at PlayStation XP. Stop by our blog at psvg.blog or the Discord at psvg.blog slash Discord. And join us in all of our lovely shenanigans there where Delvin only seems to enter the Xbox room. Yes. That's where he lives now. Uh, <laughs> Last but actually, not least, we'd like actually, to give you funnily enough an about invite. that. Uh, sorry for interrupting. It's it's very funny about that because Donnie had posted the Dying Light 2 nose in the general chat. Then Delvin added me and Donnie on Twitter about it. And Delvin <laughs> Donnie went, thank you, Delvin, and had circled the time he posted it in the Discord chat. I don't be going. And Delvin just replied, where is that? I don't be going to that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Delphin <laughs> only exists in Xbox thing. He doesn't go into general or anything else. Look, man, I uh, look, it's, it's so it's funny. You people should be honored that I come into the PlayStation Xbox channel <laughs> as much as I do. Oh, oh, oh. Just honored. Jesus. Be proud that my presence is there. <laughs> Appreciate me, baby. <laughs> Absolutely wild. I'm here to make fun of you. I'm here to make fun of you at all costs. <laughs> And listen to my rants about the Flash consistently losing his speed. Yeah, that's terrible. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. So as I was All saying, right. last but not least, and we want to invite you to be a part of our Patreon over at patreon.com slash PSVG, where if you enjoy our content here, there's much more to be held for $3 a month. Um, Kevin is going to be helming a lot of that stuff now that uh, PSVG Prime has gone off into... Uh, that great beyond um so yeah we're gonna be trying to you know do a little bit more with our our patreon stuff bring in some extra stuff there maybe some reviews a little bit more dlc content which we've kind of fallen off bringing back some of our more ridiculous dlc instead of just the get to knows and we're gonna pick up and actually do the rest of the get to know you know our our, our employees like our employees we're not employees get to know the rest of our staff like delvin because i don't think you've had a dlc yet nope i have not yeah so We've still got work to do there, so we will be doing <laughs> that work. 
And with that in mind, I'd like to give a thank you to our patrons at the producer level. Mr. Michael Masick, Barry Cathcart, Edwin Callow, Nick Creature, Rude Days 93, Ben Moxham, Rob Emanuel, Nick Far Harbor, Paul Calico, Kyle Hyman, Grouchy Surge, Chris M., Devin Tyus, myself, and Josh Bourbon. Thank you all for joining us in the journey that is PSVG. Let the people know where they can find you and what you're working on, if anything, Haley. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, at Shepard Zarell, where uh, I posted a tweet this, last night about Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and this morning I got bombarded with uh, WWE and NCAA, which, thank you. Um, shout out to Hollywood Bones for that, because I have no idea what either of those... I know NCAA is basketball. I don't know what the wrestling event that was tweeted at me was, but thanks for that. NCAA um, is just college sports. Uh, yeah, I, I'm aware it's college <laughs> basketball. But um, uh, you can also find me at, on your game platform of choice at Haley Zarell. Uh, I'll link my Twitch, but again, I just don't have the energy to stream right now, which is unfortunate because I'd love to reach affiliate this year. But like, I'm really focused on trying to have a job because uh, no idea how much longer this pandemic uh, support money is going to you know exist for. Uh, it's helpful while I don't have a job for sure. So, you know, uh, but, uh, yeah, don't know how long it's going to exist for. So twitch.tv slash Haley's Raw. Uh, if I do decide to stream, if I actually have the energy for it, I will of course tweet about it and whatnot and post in the discord as I generally do when I'm streaming. Uh, and if you want my shenanigans on Tumblr, which right now is focused on like the vampire diaries and Superman and Lois and you know, uh, it's also HaleyZarell.tumblr.com. Uh, also, uh, mental illness stuff. So, you know. All right. And Delvin, where can the people find you and all of your wonderful content? You can find me on Twitter at Ralph Boner. <laughs> giving you all of your <laughs> Boner news and details. <laughs> okay. Okay. Great. Great. I was waiting for the ball to drop, and he did actually drop yes. it. And you can check out all right. the Ralph Boner experience anywhere you get podcasts. <laughs> all right. All right. Let's be serious. Where can the people actually They know find where to you? find me. They listen to this podcast. Devil underscore Cox. Devil Cox experience. Anywhere you get podcasts. Bam. There you go. And, and, and what about Cadillac there on Mars? Cadillac on Mars is the thing. Go check that out. Also, check out. What's the other podcast? Garbage Opinions. Yeah. Well, I talk to a bunch mm. of idiots and say I'm horrible still, takes and opinions. I'm still waiting on my invite to Cadillac on Mars. Oh, we definitely making Just that saying. happen. Gotta talk to Chalfie and pimp slap him. I mean, we're in the same time zone. Him and I can never get on the same page ever in life. He, that man is a senior <laughs> citizen. He goes to bed at 7 p.m., I swear to God. Yes, and he's always skateboarding <laughs> like a goof. <laughs> Old ass skateboarder. Break a hip. You better be deaf. careful. Old ass skateboarder. slip a disc, break a hip. <laughs> Uh, you can find me at Dad Ninja Dev pretty much everywhere. Come follow me, check me out. I stream now twitch.tv slash dad ninja dev every Thursday at like nine thirty. So if you're up late, come join me. It's a it's a rousing good time. I talk a lot of trash to my friends. It's the best. And with that, long live play. This has been a production of the Play Some Video Games Podcast Network.